and the podcast will begin in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Odette Quesada. Lalaga ko ng applause. My here, how are you, Odette? I am great. I'm good. Thank you for thank you for coming to Paco's place. As in, for us, uh, for me and the team, it's a dream come through, uh, come true, mm-hmm. and come through. And through, I, I came through for you. I know. Kinakabahan niya ako kasi. Nakakatuwa, like um, there are guests that I have, I invite, mm-hmm. and then they just say yes. You're one of them. And ang nakakatuwa ron, yung kung sino pa yung sa libro ko na mataas. May yung matangkad? Pwede na rin. <laughs> because you are tall, but but um, in my in my book, you are one of my heroes. And um, for you to actually just just say yes, parang wow. Actually, when I got your, um, I think it was a Facebook, Facebook message. Facebook message, yeah. Uh, I, I think I was in uh, the airport. On oh, my so way to the Philippines. Yes, before. yes. Yeah, I remember that. I hmm, okay. Thank you. And so, so Philippines, what were you doing in the Philippines? To those of them. I celebrated my 55th birthday there. Oh, wow. 55. 55. Happy birthday. Now, in terms of that, you also go back to the Philippines to do shows. Um, well, I celebrated it by doing a concert. It's like a homecoming birthday uh, concert. Yeah. Because I haven't done it in, in a couple of decades. So how is it? Like, how did it start? Like, when, sino nagsabi na, gawa kang concert? Actually, whose idea was it? Originally, um, my friend's uh, Alvina C. She's the songwriter for Pain. Mm. The thoughts I have of you, I treasure. Sha and C, my other um, BFFC, Christine Bendebel. Uh-huh. She's also my licensing manager. They've been convincing me to to come back, do a comeback and do a concert. So how long, how long, how long did they convince you? I mean, what was the process well, of Elvira there, there was a, uh, there was um, a concept that we wanted to do um, back in 2016. Okay. But prior to that, we were already, they were already, already trying to convince me to do it. And pero naman. in 2016, nung bumisita ako sa Manila, mas nag-solidify, pero, um, Something's happened. Di natuloy dun sa venue na yon. Right. And uh, and then reboot, restart again. Um, we decided, okay, we're not gonna go with this producer. Uh, na lang. And then uh, Noel Ferrer and Roel Santiago decided they were gonna pick it up. And uh, we just wanted to uh, make sure our schedules gelled. Were you pragmat? Were you more of like a pragmatist? Dito's project na to. Yes, of course. I've always been a pragmatist. Like, uh, and and sino ang excited sa inyong tatlo? Was it Elvira? Was it Christine? Alvina. 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 Was it? Um, si Al- Alvina, kasi kind of backed out later on because she she's not really a producer, mm-hmm. but we were all gonna just put in our money and produce it, and then we ah. decided, uh, and then get an get somebody to actually line produce it. Right. Because I'm, I'm over here. I live in the yeah. States. And uh, both of them are not uh, concert producers. So I said, if I do this, I want to do this right. So pumasok na si Roel and si Noel Ferrer. So when they picked it up, mm-hmm. things did change. Yes. It just... Uh, Exponentially. Uh, when I was in Manila last year, around uh, February, I spoke to Noel Ferrer. And he said, 
let's let's ano na, let's um, let's do it na. Right there and then, he called the BGC Art Center and booked it uh, a year in advance. Wow. So my, she, he, I said, I want to do a birthday concert because right. I'll be 55 and it would be nice to, you know, it's a good solid number. Yeah. And sabi ko, and uh, sabi niya, okay, book na natin. So for January, this was February, like end of February wow. and then January pa. So it's been reserved. Okay, so that's that, no? And then... Sold out your concert. Those two nights, yes, um, January 17 and 18. And then, and then, but then I had Kulidesma and then Sharon Cuneta and Martin was so and generous and, and, with and, his time. And they had you. <laughs> <laughs> people missed me, I guess. And and you know, like you're a part of a lot of people's lives, whether they know it or not. Um, yeah, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, and and um, when when you did the concert, uh-huh. what was the demographics? Um, generation um, mostly my generation and a little older and mm. some a little younger, like your age bracket. And then their kids. Their kids. Mm. And then you're going back to the Philippines to do it again. Yeah, there's a repeat on uh, 27, 28, of 29 uh-huh. of this month. So when you found out about that, did you find out while you were in the Philippines or... Repeat or when you came back to the States? No, uh, me, Im, almost immediately after uh, the, the second the show. Because sec- the second show, they had to do an SRO. Right. Dahil wala nang, right. Wala nang other dates to, yes. to move it to, to or to add to. So, sabi nila, um, they will ask the city of Taguig kung pwedeng mag-SRO. And they were allowed to do SRO. So, we were able to pack it in. Wow. And then, Good problem to Of course. <laughs> diba? Yun ang magandang problema. And then, tingin na kayo lahat. Ano, ulitin ba natin to? Ulitin ba Yon, natin? pero walang available dates on VGC. And I ah. needed to get back to my day job. Right. So, sabi ko, we'll, we'll uh, visit, revisit this again. Again, we were supposed to put it in a bigger venue. And then, sabi ko, you know what? It felt like home in BGC. Sabi ko, if I'm gonna do this again, I wanna keep doing it in BGC. Because I really like the intim- intimacy of the whole thing. It's yeah. like less than 600 people in per, ano. Per show. Per show, yeah. So, so mga 2,000, mga 1,800. Uh, nung nung standing room only, how many more people came in mga 200, 300? I think, mm, no, they could not accommodate that much. They could have, but uh, they, there was not enough room. So, up to maybe... I don't know, an additional 50 maybe. Oh, so, um, so about 600. Okay. Now, when you started your career, because... Oh, when, a long, long time. No, no, no. Pero ito muna question ko. when you did a concert, this was you in the forefront. Like, this is Odette Quesada. This is like saying, si, si, ano, si David Foster magko-concert and siya yung kakanta ng lahat ng mga kantang pinasikat niya. <laughs> Kasi di ba pag nagko-concert si David Foster? He pretty much plays for them. He'll, he'll play for all the artists, mm-hmm. di ba? But that's, pero ito hindi, when, when I heard about Odette Quesada's concert and Odette Quesada is in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. parang wow. Talagang ayan, goosebumps ulit to. Kasi solid eh. You're, you're, you're really one of my, my heroes and I don't say that lightly. But you, when you started out, did you say, I want to be a singer or I want to be oh, a songwriter? No, I, I just wanted to be a songwriter. And, but, Sino si Odette nung bata siya? Yun, yun ang gusto ko malaman. I really just wanted to write songs. Um, kaya why? Lang every, why? 
I thought I could do it. Because <laughs> I had this thing when I'm playing, I would score my own games. Okay. You know, you're, you're running and then I have this, you know, music score in my head when I'm running. Or How old were you when you had this? Oh, uh, ever since. Yes. Wow. So it, it was always part of my life. I was scoring myself. Wow. <laughs> Every time. It's stupid, but... I'm playing and I'm talking... Uh, You know, I had like imaginary friends because I grew up pretty much by myself. Um, my my mother was uh, residing in Singapore at the time, and we lived in a hotel. Oh, okay. I was like Eloise. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, lived yeah, in yeah. a hotel. Yeah, and I had the run of the place. Wow. The hotel because everybody knew me. All right. all the people who worked right. there. I didn't really need any babysitters because mm. like whole... during the day I'd be at the pool, so my babysitter would be the uh, lifeguard. the lifeguard. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be ordering my mother's paycheck. Every day. <laughs> so, and and talk then yung um sign mo na lang, sign. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then my mother would get all the chits at the end of the day. Did you eat all of these? Right. No, I I I asked my friends if they wanted. <laughs> I was four years old. <laughs> so, you nung time na yon, you were making music in your head, pero hindi ka pa No, of course I didn't know what what that was. Right. No. I, and then, now the reason why this is so valuable is because I'm pretty sure there are kids who had the same thought of having music in their heads. Mm-hmm. Me being one of them, like um, I remember yung one time mommy ko, ano, galit na galit sa akin, nakakulong ako sa kwarto. And then, sabi niya, Enrico, buksan mo itong pinto na to. Wait, come, Enrico pangalan mo? Oo. Oh. Sabi niya, come out, come out. So I go, I don't want to talk to you. Pero syempre, di ba, may, may soundtrack na ako sa utak ko. Sabi niya, Hoy, mm-hmm. malamang nakatingin ka sa bintana. At nagsasad story ka na naman dyan. <laughs> Hindi ka artista at walang camera dito mo gawin dyan. Alam mo, I was laughing because my mom knew what to say. and I was She really, knew you so well. Yeah, and I was really doing that in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there are songwriters or wannabe songwriters doing the same thing in their head. Oh, I'm sure. Well, so, I thought it was just me. So, but, <laughs> it's my own peculiarities. Ah, so, that being said, at four, you had that. And then as you grew up, how did you develop your talent? Well, uh, my grandmother insisted I take up piano lessons, so I had some piano lessons before. Went to Saint Scholastica for piano lessons, mm-hmm. and then eventually home uh, piano lessons. Yung pumupunta na lang teacher mo, and then, uh, but I didn't want to play all those classical songs. Yon. Yeah. And then what? I had the music in my head. Eventually, I could play it on the piano. Would you? I was able to transfer yung ideas ko in my head, the music that I've been hearing all this time. Then all of a sudden, na. Maybe the, because the melody, of the piano lessons yeah. I've had. Right. And then after that, added lyrics, or did the lyrics come after? Um, no, at the time, hindi pa ako masyadong nag ng lyrics. Uh, I wasn't even venturing on writing an actual song until I was until I went to high school, and then. What was the um, first song? Oh, do you remember? Yeah, listen to your heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't want to listen to it. <laughs> for whom? Oh no, it's just a, it's just a random song. Really? Yeah. Um, and then um, I don't even think I I only had my 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 best friend in high school listen to it. Kami uh, kami lang yon. And then didn't even know it was a big deal. Like I wrote a song. Wait, listen to my listen, listen to my heart. Listen to your, your heartbeat. heartbeat. Mm. So you made a song na... I think I was in sophomore high school. And this song was for nobody. nobody. About nobody. Mm-hmm. So storyteller. 
Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, Tagalog katang isip. Uh-huh. Kasi ako, yung unang song was for somebody and I th- that was a bad habit dahil that was too revealing. Mm. How do you write a song that's just a song? Like, well, like, how do you tell the story? Like, where do you get the emotions? Sophomore, so mga 14. Yeah. Thir- uh, yeah. 13, 14. 13, 14. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it, it wasn't much of a song, listen to your heartbeat, except um, one time, um, a group of uh, my friends and I decided we wanted to enter our uh, uh, group singing contest in high school. Mm. Now, the category was you have to sing one uh, English song mm-hmm. and one traditional Tagalog song. Okay. Napili namin kagad yung balot, penoy balot. <laughs> for, the you know, taga- yeah. for the Tagalog traditional song. And then yung English song, we could not decide on what to sing. This person would say, itong song na to. And then the other one would say, itong song na to. Ganyan, ganyan. So hindi magka-agree. So sabi ko na lang, out of frustration, you know what? I'll write a song tonight and then listen to it tomorrow and then see if you guys want to sing it. Tonight, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, guys, take note if you're listening and watching. I was so cocky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a song tonight, listen to it tomorrow. So, when you said I this... I was projecting. You were projecting. Mm-hmm. Ibig sabihin, wala pa. Wala. Es- esist- ano yun? Essentialism versus existentialism, mm, di ba? Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> okay, so you went home. Oh my God, this is so nice. You went home. So I wrote the song. Wait, don't tell me you wrote the song. Tell me how you... you know, wala, how- I just conjured something up and looked at a blank page. Uh... I even used my guitar pa nga at the time. What came first? The, the chord progression or? Not even. It's just, when I write songs, it's almost simultaneous. Wow. So I have a germ of an idea and then I I take a, a medium like a guitar or a, a piano, piano. And then. So when did it germinate? On the way home? At home? No, when I got home. Wow. <laughs> After my shower. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you wrote the song like, Pop yeah. form na yung song na yun. I didn't know uh, to write any other way. It's always pop form for me. How did, what was your influence? Before we move forward, how did you get the form of pop form at 14? I have no idea. You, I, you I, were, I li- but I listen to a lot of music. So. Okay, so you felt na, okay, ito ka, ito, this is this. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew I could write. Kaling. I don't know how you did yours, but diba parang all you had to do was like... yes. I yes. know, I, I think I can write my name, so I write my name. Down. Yes. I think I can tell a story, I'll tell a story. I think yeah. I can rhyme, I'll rhyme. Yeah, yeah. You know? so. so you wrote that, and then the following day, you presented it to them. And, and then... They liked it. Because original kami. So... Ngayon, feeling namin may chance na kami. Ang galing. At second year high school, you were doing what you would eventually do down the line, which is really join big concerts as a songwriter. First, I joined competition like Metropop. Right. So, but let's start at sophomore. Did you win? Well, we won as a singing group. Uh, we, we won second place. And I don't think we would have won unless, uh, if, if we had a different song, I think kind of impressed the judges. I mean, uh-huh. by judges, the teachers. Yes. Um, uh, oh, original song. And then after that, did you know that it was going to be your life? Not yet. I wanted it to be my life. I like the idea that, ooh, they're playing, they're singing my song, and this is me. I created this. Right. And then after that, uh, second year, 
what happened during your high school life? Were you planning to go into music? Were you planning to go into traditional uh, college? I wanted to be in advertising. I wanted to write jingles. Oh, did you do that eventually? Eventually, but uh, not straight out of college or, or high school. Because uh, I went to pop songwriting. Yes. So. Okay. So after the first song, after you listened to your heart, what came next? Yung yung competition song namin, which was Bluebird on the Hillside. Mga title. Bluebird on the Again, hindi testimonial yung mga songs na yun. Puro katangsisip. I don't, I don't even want to hear them anymore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so you you wrote that. You you entered the contest. Was this Metropop already? Hindi pa? Oh, no, no, no. This is in high school. High school this pa rin. Ito yung singing group song namin, yung Bluebird. Oh, But before wow. Bluebird, I think I already had listened to your heartbeat. Of course... Maybe my friend Melanie knows exactly how it happened, which one came first. But uh-huh. at, in my memory, listen to your heartbeat and then Bluebird. Bluebird. Tapos dire pa. High That's school. why I kind of knew I could write a song. Because I think I've done listen to your heartbeat. So cockiness, when did it turn into confidence? Um, my cockiness was my confidence. Yeah, I I really had a high confidence level that I could write songs. I mean, alam mo yung, ano, because I... I had no fear. Nice. Because I've never failed at that point. I've never done it before. Mm. And so far, my friends are impressed. So all I had to do was write a song, song and do another song and then li- let them listen to it. And they, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. They would learn the song. And then you just kept writing and writing and writing yeah, and writing. Yeah, I kept writing. And then eventually, parang almost, uh, I always had a new song. I, I like the attention. Okay. You know, I like the attention that my friends were giving me, the giving to the song. And but you were also singing the songs you were writing. Yeah. With I, your friends. With my friends. Yeah. Not never solo. Um, no, and even in my junior year in high school, I joined another songwriting competition in high school. I even had somebody else sing it because I'm never that confident as a singer. So, I never thought of myself as a singer. So in other words, that confidence began and ended as a songwriter. Yes. I was confident as a songwriter, not as a singer. Mm. Now, move, so the whole high school, you were more comfortable giving the song to other people to sing. Oh, yeah. When you give the song to other people, like when you wrote for your singing group, did you have them in mind while you were writing the song? Um, not, not really, but um it was just a song song mm-hmm. you know uh it's it's a group effort anyway so right. it, you know i didn't have them in mind i just needed a song so when did you start having people in mind when you wrote songs um was that later later now yeah. so high school yurangino when did it progress into something into something really tangible now, you know what i'm going to run away with this talent this this talent that i have Mm-hmm. Which is songwriting, and when you write songs, was it was it ever hard? Did you ever have like writer's block? Later, na, later. Well, okay, mm-hmm. so but but at this at this point when I was starting, I could always write, and I was always writing. Were you observant? Sa, sa, sa music. No, sa nangyayari sa paligid mo. Oh, yeah. You, you you were quiet or noisy? I'm in... both. I'm both. I'm I, I'm I'm. I think the truest sense of an introvert. Mm. Mm. Because most introverts, uh, people mistake it for being quiet. It doesn't right. mean you're quiet all the time. Right. You just talk to people you like to talk to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 so there's... 
So tapos noon, when you did that, when did you start um when did you start sculpting songs for other people? Were you a professional na ba or you were still an amateur when you started doing this? No, in fact, um when I joined the Metropop the first time, um I wanted would give me a chance. I wanted yeah. Kuli Desma to sing the song. I mean, stupid me. I didn't know any better. She was my favorite artist. But why would you say stupid you? I'm, I'm asking stupid questions. Because there's there's no huh? way somebody like her would sing a song, give me a chance. And it was Vic Del Rosario who actually said, no, no, she's not going to sing that. How, by this time, how did you... Can I fix my chair? Yeah. By this time... Yon. By this time, how did you meet Vic Del Rosario? Or how did you know these people now? Okay, so I came home because I was uh, part of the finalist uh, for the 5th Metropop Amateur Division. And um, straight from the airport, I went to the first uh, meeting in PressCon of all the uh, finalists. Mm-hmm. And Victor Rosario was there. So you were abroad. You were living abroad. I was living in Hawaii. At the living time. in Hawaii. And then you heard of Metropop. My grandmother you- sent me uh, an entry form. Oh, and you're like, ah, okay. Because my grandmother wants me to be a musician. Wanted me to be a musician. Galing, she no? got her wish. <laughs> and so, Give Me a Chance was made for Metropop or was already made and you were just No, select- I wrote it in high school, actually, in my senior oh my year. God. After watching oh the movie God. Fame. Yeah. Remember the song, Is it okay if, if I, I call, call you mine? I love Michael, the song. Michael, no, uh, 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 oh. I used to know just his name. For, just for a time. Uh, McCray. What's his Kev, name? Uh, yeah, don't tell me. Uh, Put McCray, it in the McCray. comments below, people. McCray. Yeah. It's McCray. Yeah. Isn't it McCray? Can Google, I, please Google. JC, don't want to know if is it okay Paul if I Paul McCrane. Paul, yeah. Paul McCrane. There you go. Is it okay if I call you mine? Yeah. Just for a I time. fell in love with the song after the movie. And then I came home and wrote, Give Me a Chance. Oh, wow. So, wala kinalaman. Kasi diba yung song, Is it okay if I call yeah. you mine? So, you just got to give me a chance. You just got to give me a chance. Galing. Okay. So that was in high school. Gawana yon. And then, why did you pick that song for the Metropop? Uh, I actually picked two songs. I wrote a Tagalog song. For Metropop. Uh, and I, I joined both. The, the two songs. Give me a chance and... What's the title of Tagalog? Anyway, didn't become anything. So... That Tagalog song and um, Unang Pag-ibig. Ooh. Unang Pag-ibig, that's the title. Okay. <laughs> and then Give Me a Chance. So You know, people are gonna search this, right? Yeah. Parang si Rex yung bisita natin kanina. Magi-internet-internet mm. yung mga taong. So, yun nga, yung Give Me a Chance um, was the one that got into the finals. Okay. Una, akala ko nga, uh, wait, hindi ata Unang Pag-ibig. Anyway, this is immaterial. Give me a chance yung nakapasok. And I was actually expecting the Tagalog song. But then, sabi ko, well, okay, give me a chance. Panabla ko lang yung give me a chance. Wow. Hmm. You can, you can, you can. Akala ko yung Tagalog ko was better. <laughs> but apparently not. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> that was the first time though. So, uh-huh. what was the feeling when nalaman mo na nakapasok yung give me a chance? Well, it was my chance to go home to the Philippines because I was so homesick. But you were like, huh, I knew that was going to... And this was like, I found out December, like, December 19. Oh, mm-hmm. no, no, earlier. December 16, siguro. Right. Then I told my mom, I need to go. I need to go to the Philippines. I, I won. Sabi niya, what? You're in school. I said, I know, but 
this is my opportunity. <laughs> You're in college. Uh, no, I had to go back to high school. Oh, oh my God. You no, know, because uh, I had kulang na subjects. Right. So I could go straight uh, right. to college after that. Um ang math natin sa Pilipinas. Yes. So I, I was taking a couple of classes in uh, my senior year in uh, IA High School. This is in Hawaii. And then, nakagraduate na ako nito ng high school sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Mulik sa high school ulit. Ayaw natapusin yung mga units na So anyway, um, uh, to make a long story short, Don't. I was able to convince my mother to let me go. She bought me a one-way ticket. Sabi niya, one-way ticket muna, hindi ko alam kailan ka babalik eh. Okay, fair And, enough. Yeah, so of course, this was Christmas season. So ang mahal-mahal ng ticket. Yeah. Philippine Airlines. So you were there. Was my... First time I ever rode an airplane by myself, I was 16 years old. Wow. Uh, yeah, I Wow. Did you know that that was going to be the start of your future? I could feel it in my bones. So Or at the very least, I was going to meet Kula Desma. Right. She was, your, she was your one of your heroes? She was my hero. Because before her, I wasn't into um, a lot of the other singers, yeah. not to disparage them. It's just that when she came out, She was so classy, diba? Yes. So, parang sabi ko, wow. Yes. Saka, I needed a, a singer na maganda diction. I, I met, I digress, but I met Kula Desma at the Hard Rock Cafe for the first time. Naka-shirt, white shirt, naka-maong. Naka-bandana. Naka-bandana. Yung <laughs> get-up niya. And sabi ko, oh my God, crush ka itong babaeng. <laughs> And I really, nakatingin lang, nagmi-meeting kami, nakatingin I wanted lang. to grow up to be like her. Oh. <laughs> She's, she's, and, and then ang bait-bait. Ang bait And then I bumped into her in Glendale. Mm. And she was, kasama niya si Jograd de la Torre and mm-hmm. nagkasama din. Mm-hmm. She was like, Paco! Sabi ko, oh my God! She remembers me. Yeah, yeah, freak out. Anyway, so, you wanted give me a chance to be sang by Ku. Mm. I didn't have any other singers in mind. And then Victor Sari said, no, uh, she's not gonna sing that song. Okay. She she will never sing that song. Hurtful, naman. But I have this guy. He's he's he's. Uh, I just signed him up. Maganda uh, badikshon. Because he's important. You were very particular. Yeah, I was. I was very particular about that. I didn't want it to sound like uh, you know one of the Filipino singers were yes. trying to sing it in English. Yes. You know? I wanted it to sound authentic. So Now, what? Excuse me, but what was your say in the production? Wala meron. Um, wala pa masyado because okay. I was really in the amateur division. Yeah, I was 16. Uh, okay. And then, sabi nga ni Vic, I have this new artist I just signed up. Sabi niya, sabi niya uh, he born born and raised in New York. Sabi ko, okay, checklist. Kano. And then he showed me the picture. Sabi ko, oh yes, okay. <laughs> we'll go with him. It turned out to be Rick Sagrado. <laughs> Kaya Kano. Kano. I'm a hopeless romantic. Kano. <laughs> Okay, so you met Rick Segreto first before pre- presenting your song or oh, sila no. na nag-broker noon? Sila nag-broker noon. Um, I met up with him, um, I think, one time before we actually mm. recorded the song. And then, this was December. This was before Christmas, like the 21st, 22nd of December. Right. And then uh, they scheduled the recording for, I think, right after my birthday. Were you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was my first... Uh, venture into a studio. Yeah, can you tell us? Can you walk us through? Oh my God. It was the... I, I've heard about Cinema Audio because, oh you know, yeah. when you look at the liner yes. notes in albums and yes. I'm such a geek about those things. Me too. Uh, sino yung mga 
who played in the album. They used to put all the the credits yeah. uh, all all the engineer oh, oh lahat lahat pating nagdala ng sandwich mo <laughs> yeah sino sa cinema audio si Junrea and then DC si um Dindo Aldeco Di, yeah. um mm, what are oh their God. names i get i get it mixed up eh cinema audio and audio cap eh pero uh, cinema no, no, no. audio yeah cinema audio before audio before, captain before audio captain yeah okay so this is the first time for you to go into a recording studio yes i was very excited um because i've heard about cinema audio Well, not he- heard about it. I've read about it in liner notes of so my album. Yeah. So this was my first venture into a recording studio. Who was the Who was the engineer at um, Cinema Audio? Nung time, uh, Cinema Audio, nung time nyan. Ang pinakasikat nung si Dindo Aldecoa. Was um, it movies also? Oh yeah. Scored it was in scored Cinema in, Audio. In Cinema Audio, usually sa Studio A, di ba? Yes, yes, yes. So they showed me Studio D. And I said, wow, and the grand piano sa Studio D. And it was the newest studio. Um, pero kami, dahil uh, pareho kaming bago ni Rick, doon kami right. sa Studio B lang. <laughs> it was the smaller studio. So by this time, magkaibigan na kayo ni Rick Sigreto? No, that was the second time I'm meeting him. Nice guy? Always a nice guy, yeah. And he knew that you were the the, the songwriter? Oh yeah, he knew. And uh, he asked me, how do you want me to sing this? I said, wow. Who's your favorite singer? Sabi ko. Well, at the time I was crushing on Gino Vanelli. So oh, cool. well, I'm also Italian. So <laughs> <laughs> did did um, he give you the? Did you give him the backstory of "Give Me a Chance"? Not no. really. He, we actually talked about the lyrics. Um, he said, "Can I make it a little more masculine?" So I go, "Okay, mm-hmm. let me know which which parts." And then right. he asked me to change a line or two. You changed it. I changed it. Not him. No. Had he changed a line or two, would you have given him credit? Uh, good question. Maybe not at that time. Maybe mm. not. Right. Um, so, so there was that, and then the, you you guys were there to watch the recording of the minus one. Uh, yeah, and he was doing a vocal guide for it. Okay. Uh, How then, did that feel? Um, exciting, because all 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 the players were there. Uh, the the string section, the 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 wind section, they were all there. And it was so magical for me. Like, oh my gosh! I mean, I could live through this and and, and live this out for the rest of my life. I can stay in a studio. Wow. <laughs> What was the demo about? Was it on piano or on guitars when you made the demo? Oh, just uh, my piano. And play and record, pindot sabay. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And then sing to the cassette. And that sing was to the it. cassette. Yes. Uh-huh. So from sing to the cassette to all of you. Um, people na hindi alam ko ang pinagsasabi namin, i-google nyo na lang. But you sang to the cassette. What, how far was it in your head as to who who arranged this again? Um, Amado Trevino. Amado Trevino. Mm-hmm. How far was it from your head to what he did? Uh, Or was it close? The intro, um, at the time, I was like, I could use... Uh, a different kind of intro for this song, a little uh, more pop, but yeah. you know I could live with it. It's okay. fine. Yeah. And then you were just a girl in the corner smiling, or were you really dipping your hand into production? No, I was just I was just quiet. I didn't have an opinion yet, except when Rick started to sing, and then you could see that oh, merong palakong producer head. <laughs> There you go. Uh, so when he sang, mm-hmm. how did that feel, naman? Now that the song is coming to life, so and minus if, one. If you know Rick, and if you've ever worked with Rick, um, si Rick ano eh, para yung antog dito parang gasera. Kailangan maginit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diesel. 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 Uh-huh. Yon. 
uh, kailangan mag-init. I mean, at the start, kala mo, yeah. natamaan ba niya to? Right, right, right. Natamaan ba niya to? Because he kept, you know, he he's a very adventurous as a singer. Right, right. So he would like keep trying something else, something else. And that's not what is in my head. So I would talk to him, oh, can you sing it this way? Ganyan, ganyan. You know, I would ask him politely. Yeah. You know, of course. Did that politeness end? Were you patient? As a pseudo producer. Yeah, yeah. Well, ang di ko maintindihan who is actually producing this. Yun. Inahanap ko yung actual producer. Sino nga wala? Um, Tony Welves was there, but okay. he's such a cool guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Say it the way you want. It's a contest. Ne, al parang ganon lang siya. Because okay. I don't know Rick yes. uh, as a singer. Yes. I don't know if they worked together before. I think Rick was singing a lot of the um, parang karaoke style. Oh. Yung yeah, gumagawa yeah, sila ng... Hindi, pang multiplex noon. Gumagawa sila ng mga album na... And then they pretend... Like version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put, an, al- put a, uh, mm. a, an album of all hits ng particular to, year na yun. To avoid the mechanical rights. The, well, yeah. And the actual singer. <laughs> yes. They try to sound like the actual singer yes, in the yes, album. Yes. And then they give you a, a pseudonym. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Parang yung Build Me a Buttercup. Yeah, and ano pa, yung uh, Sherry Simon, yung mga uh-huh, ganun, di ba? Uh, perfume. Yeah, yeah Langka, yung, yung oh. version natin na sumikat sa Pilipinas nga pala ng Buttercup was sang by Torch. Torch. Which was parang ganun. It mm-hmm. wasn't really a band that... Yeah, and di ba, Bob Simolina, si mm. Langka Perfume. Yes, mm-hmm. oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> Bukuhan mo. <laughs> <laughs> di ba, hindi naman yung inaabot yun. Lansa. Di ba, yun yun. Lots of perfume. Okay. So, yun na yun. So, they've worked together before, I think. Oh, kaya, kaya ikaw ang out of place ng mga oh, panahon parang, na yun. Sabi ko, okay, alright. So, parang, pabayaan mo yan talagang. When did it come together? I could not, I could not even wait until the end because it was getting really late. Okay. And my grandmother was with me. Sabi right. niya, it's way past midnight. Hindi pa, wala pang nangyayari. Eh, si Rick kasi nga, diesel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I went home not knowing the final. You weren't, how, ha- how, you weren't happy when you went no, home? No, I said I was worried. Oh. I was very, very worried. Sabi ko, oh my gosh. It's not Kuludesma. Is this gonna turn out okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Kuludesma. It's a guy. Didn't nail it on while you were there. Uh, and then what? And then, uh, of course, I was worried. And then later on... Um, Nakibalita ako, and then they said, "Yeah, we finished it. We finished it. Okay, it's fine." So Did they give you a cassette? They they haven't given me a copy, and I've yeah. been asking for a copy, but nobody could give me a copy. It's be mixed pa daw, kasaganon, kasaganyan. Next thing I knew, I heard it's a radio. What? Yeah, because from the recording, uh, it was like a um, couple of weeks later was the finals, ne? Where were you when you heard this? Ah, uh, I was having my hair cut. What? <laughs> and I heard it on the radio. Oh my God, it's my song. And, and, and. Yeah. And it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it sound, and it sounded great. I was oh, so happy. So they love guys. Uh, oh. I mean, I, I could tell he had a great voice. Very pero, charming siya, no? Pero hindi, hindi pa, ano eh, hindi pa niya. Yeah. He was learning the song there. Right. Question is, in that second moment that you, the second time you met Rick, then parang ah, hindi niya manil. When he sang it, did you, did his personality come out in that song? Mm. Siri, kasi all in yun eh when he when he sings. It, 
That is Rick. Yeah. It'll be his version, his interpretation. And that that placed a smile on your face. Yeah, I I when I heard it, like goosebumps and and you know, alam mo first time mo marinig yeah. ng kanta mo. Ah! Yes, you know? yes, And yes. then I couldn't tell the person cutting my hair. <laughs> my song. Of course, my grandmother said, kanta lang apo ko yan. <laughs> so, ito na, pa-metro pop na. Um, fine. Nag-rehearsals na for the finals. But uh, rehearsals, you were there. Oh, yeah. So, he was singing it live. Uh, singing it live, yes. And he was singing it like Rick Segreto, like the way we hear it. He wasn't record. nailing it again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ganun talaga si Rick, talagang diesel talaga. Okay, but now, hindi ka na kinakabahan. Uh, kinakabahan pa rin. So finally, when it happened, when the lights turned on, what was it like? First major competition. Kahit amateur division, yeah. first major competition pa rin, di ba? Metro Pop. Oh yeah, I just turned 17 like uh, two weeks before. Okay, so how did it feel? Araneta Coliseum, I've never, I've, the only time I've been there was for ice capades or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the next thing I knew, I was on stage, you know being presented as the songwriter for this particular song. I had to take your bow, you know, get on. That was she, she and I, was, and I was seeing all, I was overwhelmed by the stars that I was seeing in the backstage. And, you know, wow. I, I know this person. I know this singer. <laughs> what did the first Metropop do for you? Oh, it launched my career. When you say career, did, did the phone start ringing? Um, yeah, definitely so, yeah. Well, my first client was Rick right. to finish his album. So, you know, mm-hmm. so you did give me a chance and then... Don't um, know what to do. Don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then a couple of other songs in the album. What inspired you naman to do the Don't Know What You Do? Yung, yung Kano. Yung Kano. <laughs> yung kano. <laughs> you know what I was going to say? I was going to say, talaga, what inspired you to do Kano? Ano nga ba? Bakit Kano? Kano kasi, okay, backstory, um... I love that song and ako naman, I was uh, trying to be a songwriter also. You're one of my heroes going back. So kami din na JJ Buen Camino, we would dissect songs, your songs. And then, titinan na, paano ba ito magiging pop song? How can we write a pop song? And then that came out and then found out. Pero when a song, ka, when a song used to come out, guys, sa Pilipinas, wala pang mga jingle magazine, it would come out normally like two weeks or a month later. Mm-hmm. And like what we talked about, with sa Malipay Lyrics. Mm-hmm. So yung driver namin, yung driver ng dad ko, would, feeling niya, he could help us write the song. Mm. So sabi niya, yan, transcribe it. Transcribe it for us. Yeah, transcribe the song. So, Kano. Sabi ko, yung Kano. Ano yung Kano? <laughs> yung kay Rick Segreto. <laughs> Bakit Kano? Dahil Kano siya. Da- dahil Kano ba siya? Mm. Sabi niya, and I was like, um, 1982 eh. So, basta I was young. Kasi idad ako ng mga anak ko. I was in grade 6 yata, mga ganon. So sabi niya, hindi, gato eh. Even sa akin, I'm a hopeless romantic Kanoa and Kanoa. <laughs> so again, they, we were just talking about Rick's, ikaw particular ka about diction, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero yung pag-slang nun, na tumatak sa akin yun. So that, I, yung term na Kanoa, I just don't use it for that song. Nag, nag, uh, naghahanap ako ng mga diction na may oh, pwedeng maging catchphrase uh-huh. for others also. So, yun lang guys. Yun lang ang <laughs> aking story. Yung Kano story. Pakinggan, <laughs> pakinggan niyo ulit yung kanta on Spotify ha, para marinig yung ibig ko sabihin. Yung pagkasabi niya ng romantic. 
Ja, mit Bedeck. Oh, mit Bedeck. Oh. I'm a hopeless romantic canoe. Canoe. Di ba? Parang um, si Joe the Mango ng 89.9. Yeah, yeah. Nahuli ko siya. I had to ask him, Joe, wala naman letter R sa 89.9 WTM. Pero you are able to put an R. Magic 89.9 WTM. Di ba? Nagagawa ako. Magic 89.9. Saan nagkaroon ng R yung WT? O nga, no? But, you know, those those stuff, right? May pitik and all that. Anyway, going back to you. Matalas nga, tenga mo. I've noticed kanina pa. Nahuhuli ko yung mga, I'm sorry, yung mga, oops, mga ganun moments. So, going back, you you made this album. Is this because Vic Del Rosario actually said, Odette, finish the album. Not naman finish, but um, they uh, asked me to write for Rick because bumaga yung give me a chance. And then if I had any other songs, if I could uh, submit to uh, for the production ng album niya. So. Was, was, um, was that done already? Um, don't know what to do. I wrote it on my 17th birthday. So... Because you... A couple of weeks before the Metropolitan. And again, this had nothing to do with you. Kita mo lahat ng mga katamahan. Try to find out which one is yours about you and all that stuff. Okay, here's the backstory for Don't Know What To Do. Please. Okay, I was having breakfast in front of the TV. And there's this show called Good Morning Manila. Okay. With Merce Henares. Merce, oh my God. Crush ko yun. Uh-oh. Dami mo namang crush. Hindi kasi bata ka, di ba? Lalo yung may commercial sila na toothpaste. See Ronnie and Merce. Yes, yes, yes. Well, she used to be Mrs. Senares. Yeah. And she ha- she hosts this show, Good Morning Manila. Okay. And, and I was watching it. And lo and behold, ang guest niya that time who was having a concert in Manila was uh, Michael Johnson. Okay. See si Bluer Than Blue. Yeah. Diba? Yes. Saka, I'll always love, I love you. you. Diba? And uh, Merce asked him, um, how would you best describe yourself? And he said, I'm a hopeless romantic. I said, Plus romantic. Wow. So I took it TV and I wrote the song wow. <laughs> based on that that uh, wow. hopeless romantic. And who who knew? That's the title of your concert tour, huh? Well, diba? that that was the title of my yeah, first album. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it is the title of your your tour. Yeah, diba? I guess it's also what best describes me. You know what? We, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Mahaba pa ito. Oo naman. Alam mo, mag-e-enjoy dito yung mga nagda-drive na malalayo eh. Talagang... Truck drivers looking good or nakastuck sa traffic. Yung mga marketers, yung mga... Ang dami. People actually say, please, please, huwag niyong iiklian because nabibitin kami. So, okay. Para sa inyo, guys. Rika, bento pa tayo ng kwento. So, you presented that or... Yeah. Yeah, I gave a cassette of a couple of songs. At this time, who was managing you? No one was managing. So you were doing your own deals? Yeah. Uh-huh. On uh, what parameters? How do you know what is... Up to publishing. Uh, I didn't want to have them publish the songs. I wanted to be my own publisher. So... And for a 17-year-old, that's pretty cocky. Not, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was wa- willing to walk away from a deal. Uh, Can you tell them that backstory? No. Never mind. Uh, anyway. Well, you know how recording companies are. If they can sign you up in publishing, they will try. Right. And uh, I opted not to. And they said, oh hindi makakasali sa album ni Rick. Sabi ko, eh di wag. <laughs> Galing. Yeah. So, they came back and said, okay, we'll still take the songs. Nice. Because they wanted the songs. Nice. So, this was a, now, in order for you and maybe other people and myself can pick up on this, 
what due diligence did you do to be able to, to face these executives at that level as a 17-year-old girl and, and really walk away from a deal? Well, <laughs> I'm a peculiar child. So at 15, um, and I was very interested in songwriting, I asked my mother for my birthday. I was going to turn 16. Uh, I wanted a publishing book. So and you were in Hawaii? No, I was still living in the Philippines. Philippines. I was in high school. Wow. My senior year in mm. high school. So she sent me the book. She was living in Hawaii and she Ayun. she yeah. shipped me a, a book. And you read through that. Oh yeah. So you so going in, you were all in na talagang you had knowledge of Well, whatever I retained. Exactly, um, right? But I knew um like bullet points of yes. what to ask for mm-hmm. and uh what to say no to. Galing. Mm-hmm. Is that book still in existence? Because uh, <laughs> you know what, people should people should read those books. I, I, unfortunately, um, dito ko rin binili yung mga books na yon, mm. but tapos na. tapos na. The deals have been done. Yeah. And alam mong tumuwad ka talaga and you got... Because even if you went through National Bookstore and all these um, bookstores, they, they never sold those nope. kinds of books. Nope. But I was interested um, in uh, songwriting and I've read it that you needed to be the publisher if you want to make money out of your yeah. songs and yeah. protect your rights you know diba ah. so yun ang yun ang ano so that so i digested everything i read so galing so at 17 two songs under your belt recorded and then what and then i was asked to to write for this artist like raymond lochenko you came at the right time eh? kasi you 82 mm-hmm. and then 83 lumabas ang bagets 83 ba lumabas ang bagets 84 i think January, February, 84. 84. So we were working on the soundtrack uh, you, late late in 83. Yeah, most of my songs really came out 82, 83, 84, 85. You know, ang no? that, first, that first meeting with Vic Del Rosario, mm-hmm. who was actually the guy behind Baguettes. Mm-hmm. So isa ka sa mga first call na songwriters to... Always. Um, Vic was a big believer in my abilities uh-huh. to um to come up with hits more than I was but talagang ano siya sa akin he he would always say um he doesn't even have to listen to it daw pero he would listen to it and say okay that's fine we'll take it <laughs> ganun lang ganun kabilisan decision making niya so he can tell he has yeah, yeah. he's like Clive Davis I think he's like Clive Davis but so me. can you you can tell you can tell also if a song is a hit or not I'm too close to it. I thought all my songs were okay to be hits. Right? <laughs> so okay lang naman. Diba? Yeah, mga anak mo yan. Uh, mga baby mo yan. But of course, I, kn- I knew which one was better. Mm. I knew sino yung mas guwapong anak ko or yeah, mas, yeah. mas pangit na anak uh-huh. ko. <laughs> so, yeah. Depends on the artist. I would see. Was there, was there ever a time that there was an artist that you didn't like in terms of interpreting your song? Ah. Siyempre, meron din eh. Meron din. But, um, you know, Smile na lang. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> ako, ako rin, hindi rin ako nagtatanong. Akala ng audience, magtatanong. Be, hindi ako magtatanong. Baka, no. Let's put it this way. Hindi naman, hindi naman rin sila tumagal as singers. So. Yun. <laughs> Maybe after the first album. <laughs> oh my God. So, Odette Quesada is now Odette Quesada. When did love come to town? Love? Uh, Your. Or my, me? Of course. 
Ando na tayo kagad. Muna. <laughs> Matagal akong walang ganun eh. But because iniisip ko like, mm. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. You were busy. No, but I was, I, I had a constant date before. Like, uh, like, a boyfriend, boyfriend. Would you, you know, write no. songs for your boyfriend, boyfriend? No. Why Why did you ever write? No, because I was busy writing for, alam may mga order ako. Okay. Write for Sharon, write for Raymond, write why, why can't for Ku. Right, but oh, fine. Oh, Ku. Mm. Well, so my, my inspiration was actually coming from the deadlines that I had to do. Uh, with Ku, I started with a long, long time ago. I don't know if you know the song. Um, I submitted three songs in that cassette. It had Till I Met You and a long, long time ago and another song. Na pareho kami hindi namin maalala. So it wasn't really worth much. Uh, anyway, two out of the three songs became hits. But at the time, who did not like Till I Met You? Wala siya sa mood to get that song. So she turned it down for the album, but she took um, a long, long time ago and Sweet Melody, which is another song. Um, and then, sabi ko, okay, since Ku does not like Till I Met You, sali ko na lang sa Metro Pop. Right. For in the professional division. Second? Was that the second? You are your second? My Metropop. second Metropop. Right. Um, I was in the amateur before and now I, I can join the professional division because professional na ako. After your song becomes published, you're automatically a professional songwriter. So you can no longer join amateur. Right. So you can only join amateur division one time. Of course. And then after that, uh, so I did the demo. Vicor bankrolled the the demo the 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 four four piece band lang pwede yun okay. ang nasa rules yun eh you can have a bass guitar piano and drums okay so they spent for that Vicor did and i sang the vocals and then it got in and according to everybody in the um um in it's a, it's a screening it's a screening yeah. it came out on top so sabi ko, with you on vocals. With me on vocals. Sabi ko, okay, so malaki chance nito. <laughs> and um, sabi ko, I want to go back to Ku. Let her know na maybe she can sing the song for me because she's really my choice. So I went to her and she said, no again. <laughs> said, oh, that I don't join contests. So sorry, I can't do it. Sabi ko, okay, I was so broken cute, no? The first time someone had to tell you She's not going to sing it when no. you're an amateur. And no. then it gave you, that opportunity gave you an opportunity to actually go to your hero to actually... Well, the reason why Ku asked me to write songs for her was because she heard Don't Know What To Do. Okay. Si Rick, binigyan, binigyan siya ni Rick ng, ng album, album yeah. nung album. And then she listened to the songs and really liked Don't Know What To Do. So she said, oh, uh, can, you, can somebody ask that girl who wrote Don't Know What To Do to write songs for me? Of course, that was a wow, dream come true. I go, cool, this one wants me to write. Okay, finally, yeah. Bucket list, kaga. Yes, yes. So, that was, she didn't want till I met you. I go, okay. Two out of th- three ain't bad, you know. So, this uh, opportunity came na nga na mag-metro pop and I really wanted her to sing the song. She said no, again. So, I went home and I was like really, really very, very sad and upset. So my grandmother asked me, so what, what happened? I said, who doesn't want to sing the song? Sabi niya, did you ask her? Maybe you, you did you try to convince her? Because there's no convincing her. She's already made up her mind. She's never going to join a 
songwriting. Yeah. I mean, a, a contest. contest. But it's a songwriting contest. Yeah, that's what I told her. But she, she feels na it's going to reflect badly on her if she loses. Right. Kasi she was like at the yeah, epitome yeah. of her career. So my grandmother said, okay, I'm going to go and talk to her. I go, oh, please, really? don't. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> At 17, you want to be... Well, yeah. at this point, I think I just turned 18. Okay. <laughs> uh, you you wanted to, you know, like assert yourself yes, as a yes. as a grown-up. Right. And then here comes your your five-foot-one grandmother. <laughs> I'm five-foot-nine. Uh-huh. I have this itsy-bitsy grandmother uh-huh. who, who is trying to manage my career. <laughs> so she went and spoke to Ku and was able to convince her. I don't know how she did it. But Ku turned around and said, Okay, we'll do it. Wow. Against her better judgment. Wow. Wow. Iba talaga mi lola, no? No, nga. <laughs> Apparently, si Kupala is very close to, was very close to her uh, grandfather and she cannot really say no to an older person. Okay. So she said yes. She said yes. And how did that make you feel? Of course, I was elated and I was so excited. And I said, okay, I got this in the bag. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so I, I had the number one screening song and then all of a sudden the number one singer in the country performing right. it. So sabi ko, The world at is the, yours. At, 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 sabi ko pang ganun eh. Pragmatic nga ako eh. At the very least, third place. <laughs> Real? <laughs> ganun ako mag-isip. At the very least, third place. <laughs> alam mo, pasok ka sa finals, di ba? Alam mo, alam mo nasa top three ka. Kahit third like, place. Okay na ako dun. Of course, you could. it has to be number yeah. one. So, ta- tapos, okay, game game day. Game day na. No, no, wag muna game day. Ni-record na niya. Cinema audio pa rin? Cinema audio, yes. You were there. I was there. She yes. was there and she was like, mm. tanda mo tong araw na to. Ha? She was, <laughs> no, 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 she was. When, when she finally agreed, she was into it na. All in? Yeah. So, uh, wow. Okay, and then so, all. Yeah, she recorded it. Um, of course, everything was a blur. Because at that time, parang, I think, kung napipick up ng microphone natin, heartbeat ko. They would have sent you out. Uh, oh, Dad, you're too loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh, sinasabi ko, si Tony Velvas was the one producing, sabi ko, okay, pakisabi kay ko, but di ko magsabi. Right. Hiya ako. <laughs> kay, kay Rico, kulang nalang mag-away kami. Uh, pero kay ko, hiya ako. Wow. Imagine, no? Imagine full circle. Rick Sigreto technically got you Kule Desma. Yes. Yes. Very astute observation. Diba? I hope yeah. people pick up on that. Diba? Yeah. Don't give up talaga. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Wala, ginagawa ko lang yung katang ngayon. So anyway, so that happened. You were recording, she was recording it. You were there. Mm-hmm. Did you leave? Kasi 18 ka na, so pwede ka na umalis ng cinema audio ng late. Tinapos no, mo? um... Took her like an hour and that's it. That was it. Um, you got a demo. It, it yeah. Oh, I was able to get a demo. Not like okay, because no. In fairness, with Rick, we really started late also. Okay, okay. Because nga nauna sila Rico J po. No? Yeah. So mga kay at saka amateur division kayo eh. so magintay oh, kayo. Oh, nga. So, so till I met you, came out, became one of the top hit songs. Well, it won some metro pop. Of course. And then it became a hit. What did it do to you? I guess it solidified my abilities as a songwriter and as a hit maker at the time. And to you and Ku, what did it do to both of you? Um, well, yeah. Um, but after that, I didn't work with her until like uh, a decade later, maybe longer. 
Pero ang sarap no, singer and songwriter. Like when when that synergy works hand in hand, it mm-hmm. changes both your lives, you know. I guess. I, yeah, yeah, I think I think totoo It na. worked for her. Yeah. She she had she got a hit out of it. Not yeah. only that, she penetrated a market that mm-hmm. probably wouldn't Diba kasi ano yun ni talagang mass. Baby market. Yes, pasok. That was critical mass. That song is I would say a critical mass mm-hmm. kind of song. Even even people now know that song. Oh yeah, because it's been a movie title <laughs> right? with Regine Velasquez. It's been a it's it's been a ano yung teleserye? Yes. A couple of years ago. Did it put pressure on you though? No. No. No, no. Um if you know me, I'm I'm pretty laid back. Yeah. Um after that um I was called in by Victor Rosario sabi niya uh, oh that I've been hearing your demos this was 83 so right after till I met you do you want to cut a record uh oh so I never never even yes. bothered to ask you know kasi I was happy doing my demos having the artists and record then, my songs oh. singer I'm not, uh, sing, singing was the last thing on my right mind. I was happy being a songwriter and sabi niya, but I don't want you to change. I, ayoko naman all of a sudden, magagown ka o mga ganun. I want you to be as you are. Right. You know, I was always in my jeans. He always saw me in my jeans. And, and you had the look because it was you, it was Jamorales. Mm-hmm. It was, mga kasabayan yan eh. Yeah. Di ba? Mga contemporary. Puro, puro kami mga tisoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> si Rick Raymond Lauche. Di ba? Yeah. Si Rick Segretos yes. tisoy. Yeah. And then bigla nga dyan na yung harder. <laughs> Partner, mga tisoy din. <laughs> Korean nga lang. I know, di ba? So, tamo, talaga nanonood, nanonood ako ng mga, ano ko ng mga panahon. I was really working my way into... Gary was yes, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Spanish, Filipino. Yeah. Uh, Lalo nga, puro tisoy nga. Yes! <laughs> puro kayo mga tisoy and all that. So, okay, so what did Victor Del Rosario tell you? Yeah, he said, um, go to the studio, um, cut a single, of course, a single means there's a flip side. Yeah. So, yeah. After that, sabi wala ka pa rin manager nito. Wala, wala. This was all you. Yeah. They, everything was falling into my lap. I wasn't even yeah. asking for it. And what did Lola was, say? Of course, my grandmother, she thinks I should be a superstar, you know, <laughs> as most uh, grandmothers are. So, if she couldn't imagine why it took this long <laughs> to get noticed. So, 16 to 19 or 16 to 18? I was still 18. 18, yeah. okay. This was like... Uh, Grabe. May, June, ganon. And then... And your mom was not like, I guess that return ticket to Hawaii is no. never coming? Okay. <laughs> no, I think I only went back one time and then after that, I just right. kept staying back in Manila. So, so you know, and then by July, the song came out. What song was this? Friend of Mine. Oh my yeah. God, number one. See, I wasn't thinking Friend of Mine would be the single. I thought it was the flip side of it, which was Breaking Into, which was, I think, in my head, a better song. Okay. I still think it's a better song, <laughs> but who am I to argue about? About the what the people friend, want. Yeah, yeah, friend of mine. My God. And then those two songs were written katang isip pa rin, or? No, no, no. Friend of mine, I actually... Can uh, we get the backstory to the Friend back, of Mine? Backstory of Friend of Mine. In high school, my senior year, I wanted to write a, a high school musical. And I wanted to have my friend star. Where was high school? Uh, Philippine Women's High School. Okay. Uh, junior Middle Division. Okay. So, um, Philippine Women's High School. Santo? Uh, PWU. So, in, on tap. Pero, pero on di, tap. Oh, tap. Mm-hmm. Kasi Jasams sa ano eh. Jasams sa, ang elementary. Yeah, okay, okay. High school nila JMD. Okay, okay. So, I was there in, on Taft Avenue for four years. Okay. And so, um, 
it was very um, theater oriented yung school so we had one act plays we had uh, musicals we had uh, song festivals and songwriting contests right so parang dun din na, na hone yung abilities ko a friend of mine was written i i was that. starting to write friend of mine for the musical in my head but it you know kinansa nila eventually yung one competition so or or one one festival that we were going to have and i said sayang but maybe i can just you know keep it for now hindi okay. pa naman totally tapos yung friend of mine basta the germ of the song is there when you say the germ of the song if it's in your head hindi ba pwedeng mawala or do you put it on a cassette pa rin no yun? at the time i if uh, the way i thought was if i can remember a song that i've written the next day after i've written it It will, okay. oh, it will be a hit. Okay. Oh, then it wasn't even worth remembering. Right. Okay. Of course, ngayon, I record everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wala Kahit yung hit. Let me put that on my smartphone. So, gro- grocery list. <laughs> I go to a grocery, supposed to just buy one thing. I end up with 15 other things and then not the one thing that I needed oh. in the first place. <laughs> Senior moment. Oh my God. Okay, so friend of <laughs> So, a friend of mine, nung sinabi ni Vic yun, sabi ko, okay, let me finish that song I've been wanting to finish. So then I wrote Friend of Mine. Nung una pang melody ng Friend of Mine, when I wrote it in high school, nahawig sa I Need You Back. I so I had to change, okay. I had to change the the opening melody. Right. Kasi nung, nung melody ng Friend of Mine originally was, I've never done this anywhere. This is your exclusive. Okay. I've known you for so long, you are a friend of mine. Ah. Is this all we'd ever be? And then, sabi ko, nung kinakanta ko uli yung friend of mine, sabi ko, parang nahawig sa, ano, sa I need you back. If I had shown what you really meant, sabi ko, oh shoot, I've already used that. So, I've known you for so, so long, which made the song better. Yes, yes. So you did that. Yeah, I did that. And then, flip side, Uh, breaking in two. Breaking in two. So that song actually was very close to my heart because I wrote it dahil masama loob ko sa nanay ko. Because <laughs> oh. my mother, she's a musician. So she was always traveling. She, I was always being left. Is that back. why you were living in the hotel in Singapore? Yes. Okay. Uh-uh. So um, she's always traveling. And when I, you know, it came time for me to be in school, I was left with my grandmother right. for her to raise. Right. And then she would come and visit me or I would go and see her when I'm on vacation. Right. So, ganun ang buhay namin. Hindi kami always together. At this point, kasi my, my parents were separated. Okay. So it was um, just my mother taking care of me. I have a deadbeat dad. <laughs> Mr. Flowelling. <laughs> so, Shout out. <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's back. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So that's okay. It's been uh, over a decade. Oh, almost wow. two decades. Oh, wow. So, matagal na. so yeah. So um, um, where was I? Your grandma oh, took my, care of you. Yeah, my grandmother. Because yeah, nagtatampo yeah. ako mami mo. No, no, no. Uh, nagtatampo ako dahil nagtatampo ka, I'm, yeah. I'm always left behind. Right. So the lyrics of the song "Breaking Into" was actually my, you know, my your letter, my letter to her, my yeah. my love letter to her. That's why it's close to you. Okay. But I, of course, I turned it into a love song. Yeah. So I was alone when you came into my life. You taught me how to love. You made me smile, but you were a drifter, just passing by. <laughs> no time to fall in love, just time enough to smile. Ouch. Yeah. 
So, yeah, you know what, I think people, ng teenager. <laughs> yeah, I think people should should listen to to songs like that only for one simple reason and um I'll I'll get back on topic but I you know I was a drifter in my children's life mm-hmm. until I finally decided to stop drifting and actually become a dad. Be present. Be present in their lives. And um, now they want me to be a drifter. <laughs> <laughs> Take a hike, dad. <laughs> dad, get out of my... No, just yeah. kidding. So, yeah, yeah. Sakit pala, no? Like, for... I mean, she, she wasn't you? leaving me behind no. because... She was uh, doing what's best for you yes. she, in her in Yeah, her because, you know, it's it's hard for a single parent and living in a hotel. Yeah, you know? yeah. And God bless your Lola also. Kasi, oh yeah, she wouldn't have it any other way anyway. So. Like talking to Kula, that was at the highlight of her her career. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she could uh, she could have been used for peace treaties anywhere I know, right? in the world. You know? Oh my God. Very good at putting people together. So that was Ayanalo was the single. Mm-hmm. 45. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I, I figured, you know, I'll probably have a minor hit. Pragmatic pareno attitude mo. Oh, yeah. Uh, ah, asawa ka rin yung airplane. You weren't thinking oh, gold sabi, or platinum? Ang sabi ko pala kay Vic Del Rosario, here's an, an anecdote again. Uh, can it wait <laughs> until I buy a car? Kasi if you ask me to promote the song, I need a car. Right. So I use the money that I won sa Metropop to buy a car. Okay. So, yung pera kong kinita sa Tilay Metro, I bought a car. It didn't give you a car? Huh? Hindi nagbibigay na si Boss Vic ng kotse ng mga panahon na yun. Hindi. Oh, Boss Vic! But thank you. Bago pa lang ang Viva nun. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so you got a car. So I bought myself a car from my winnings. And um, sabi ko, okay, I'm ready to promote. Kul-kul lang. So, no, ganun, ganun lang. lang. Yeah. Kasi pragmatic nga eh. Yes. Ko, when I come out with this song, you got, you're gonna ask me to promote, I need a car. So let me win Metropop and then... <laughs> And when you say, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Padali ka usap yun si mm-hmm. Boss Vic sa mga ganun klaseng yep. bagay. Mm-hmm. So tapos nun, lumabas na, you did the promotion. When did you know that I got a hit on my hand again? Uh, that, the that's re- the first question, a back-to-back question. No, know. because um, the radio DJs at the time were playing it like I could hear it all the time, like, like every big, hour. Talaga. It was every hour and uh, I said, oh my God, I... Is it just me or is it always on the radio? <laughs> and I was like, wow, I think this is a hit on the first week it came out. Right. Yeah. So it became a um a DJ hit, uh favorite. Yes. Yeah. So that's question number 1. And question. they were like everybody in uh when I was listening to the radio they would say, "Oh, this is Odette Quesada. She wrote this and this and this and this and that diba? song." Bumabalik maybe fr- maybe yeah. kaya Eventually, people knew and associated me with those songs. Right. Because the DJs were talking it up a lot. <laughs> Galing. And then, when did you find out that you were now a star? Um, when we would go to promote the show, I mean, the song, uh, there mga college tours, yeah. mga ganon. Yeah. And How did it feel? The intro pa lang nung uh-huh. and people would scream na and sing along with the song. So, yeah. How did you feel? Because earlier, my question was, you were confident mm-hmm. as a songwriter, but singing, you were like, meh. Iba na lang. Okay na ako rito. So now that you were pushed into the limelight. Nudged. Nudged. <laughs> now that you were nudged, how did that change the mindset? How did that change your perception of everything? Um, ano pa rin ako, sabi ko nga, at one point nga, eh, nung 
after um, after friend of mine came out, sabi ko, parang mas prestigious ata ako ng songwriter lang ako. <laughs> Ganun ako mag-isip. Parang mas mysterious ako. Ngayon, uh, everybody kinumpi- knows me. And kinumpitensya mo pala. <laughs> kinumpitensya ko pa yung mga singers ko. <laughs> so, biglang hindi na masyado nagpapagawa sa akin. <laughs> It took me a while to finish my album, actually. Because um, every time may maghihingi ng song, I would yeah. pluck it out of yes. the, the the album that yes. I was finishing. So priority pa rin. Uh, ganun, ako mag, ganun ako, that was me. I I really enjoyed being a songwriter. So Odette the songwriter comes first before Odette the, yes. uh-huh. the singer. Always. Mm-hmm. And then finally your album is done. Mm-hmm. And and the songs in the album are a lot of hits. Well, I decided to make a version of Don't Know What To Do yes. because I wanted to title my album Hopeless Romantic. And yes. the original title of Don't Know What To Do was Hopeless Romantic. Which, by the way, guys, is available on Spotify. So <laughs> please listen to that on your drive also. Yeah. So, so. lahat. I will halos no, I, I sang Till I Met You There. Yeah, uh-huh. And I sang I Need You Back. Of course, friend of mine was there. Yeah. But I think four or five hits in the album. And you got your... Did they give you an award? Um, I don't remember. What? You know, I'm a f- very poor curator of my... Your award? No, my, your awards. My awards, yeah. Well, I know I have. But <laughs> <laughs> I think Cecil Awards. I think I won for Cecil Awards and then Awit Awards uh-huh. together with Boji for producing Sana Dalawa Kusoko. Now, people in the industry know you and Boji mm-hmm. uh, are a couple. Mm-hmm. I'll still say are a couple. Okay. When did this happen? Um, I've met I met Boji when Wait, time out muna. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why time out. So, I met Boji as Boji. Mhm. Said like with the law of gravity, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, magkikita kami sa bad circle. Mm-hmm. Never thought that you guys were together. I know you of I know of you. Mm-hmm. I knew him. Mm-hmm. So, different, di ba? No, we weren't we wala naman kaming ano, PDA or we were not Yun all, nga. We were always in the studio every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Ang, ang whole relationship namin evolved in, in a studio. So dun kami. Because he was also a writer or a producer or um well at the time, uh when we got <clears throat> together, um I was doing a lot of jingles. Okay. And I needed uh, a pool of arrangers because I could not handle all the work. Mabagal ako eh. And he was one of them. And I and he said when we finally met again through Christine Ben the Bell. Bell. Um sabi niya What are you doing these days? And at that time, I was with Hot Dog, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did an album with Hot Dog. Okay. Um, they were trying to finish an album, and I was also in the studio working. And so I go, I can help. So I started writing. Right. With the other, uh, with the keyboardist, Dennis, uh, Dennis Mercado. Mm-hmm. And so they finished their album, and then sinama nila ako, and ako sa album cover. <laughs> <laughs> like, ikaw yung girl singer sa hotdog nung... Oh, biglang gano'n. Uh-huh, yeah. No, Ella was still there, but okay, uh, okay. The, one, the ones I wrote and co-wrote, I sang. Oh, okay. Sinama nila eh. Yeah, so, why not? So yeah, yeah, I was like a uh, part of hotdog too. So, sabi ni Boji, what are you doing with hotdog? Sabi ko, why not? I took offense at it. Hotdog is a great band. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky to have them, <laughs> have me. And then sabi niya, no, because you're you're a solo artist. Sabi ko, I'm enjoying uh, advertising this Magkaibigan stage. Magkaibigan lang kayo dito ng stage na to. Magkaibigan mm, okay. lang kami. Pero according to Christine, that particular moment, nakita daw niya Miss Spark. Oy. Because, really? I didn't even <laughs> notice that. She just told me this like 
Maybe a year ago. Na may oh spark daw kami ni Boj. Sabi ko, really? I didn't even feel anything at the time. Sabi Shout niya, out, Christine. So, siya nagsabi, naku, 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 wag naku. <laughs> Ganun-ganun si Christine. May nakikita ako. <laughs> And she wasn't, she wasn't in favor? Uh, I don't know. She just, I, she just doesn't, I don't know why, what was she, I don't know if she was or wasn't at the time. I didn't ask. I think kilala na niya kasi yung girlfriend ni Bo, may girlfriend si Boji oh, at the time. Oh, okay, okay. Pero alam naman niya ako, hindi yeah. naman ako ganun. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, so I, sabi niya, I just got back from the States and um, I'm looking to go back to music. Sabi okay. Ko, okay, this was after Ale. Yeah. When he released it as a, as a song, as a single lang. And it was just being played on RT as an right. exclusive. Right. So I just know him from there, from Ali. And his other song that I had a demo of back in 1982. I even tried to help him get a recording, recording deal with, with Vicor. Sabi nila, oh yeah, but he wants to sing his own songs. Oh, songwriter Sabi dapat yung oh, sila. Okay. Gusto lang nila yung songs. Ayaw, yeah. ayaw nilang kunin si Boji as an artist. Right. Dido mo kong singer. Oh. Sabi ko, okay. <laughs> Lagi akong mabalik, ba't si Rico J? <laughs> you have to watch him perform. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It's not just about... Yes, that. I agree. Anyway, so uh, we... I hired him as my arranger. And first, I hired him as a singer to do my jingles. Right. Pag meron akong male singer, kailangan ko siya pinapakanta ko. So sabi niya, you know what? Um, hire me as an arranger. More than a singer. I would rather arrange, arrange for you. So okay. sabi ko, and then I got this, um, I think it was Jollibee that asked for three specs. So three different versions of uh, the Jollibee jingle. So ang ginawa ko, I hired three arrangers. Oh. One of them was Boji. Sabi, sabi niya, um, wala siyang instrument. He doesn't really? own, he owned an acoustic guitar, that was it. Wow. And he had a, a a piano at home, but you know he can't bring that to the studio. Of course, right? He's he looked at the drum machine. He said, "Nya, pwede ko bang uwi yung drum machine? Ipoprogram ko sa bahay para hindi waste of time. Pala hindi siya marunong magprogram. Pinag-aralan niya the that whole night. night. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yung drum machine. Inuwi niya yung I think it was a a seven o seven. Roland. Uh, Roland seven o seven. Kulay Beige, yes. Or gray. Yung inuwi niya, pinag-aralan niya, and then came back with yung drums uh, pattern, drum pattern na for, for the jingle, and then ang overdubbing niya, live lahat. Really? Live siya mag-overdub lahat. Kasi wala nga siyang sequence or nothing eh. Oh, wow. He didn't own any equipment. Oh, wow. In the digital age. He had an acoustic guitar, had an acoustic piano. So, four track ang gamit niya na... Naka-four track siya sa bahay. Wala rin siyang four Wala track. Wala rin siyang four track wow. sa bahay. Wala kang digital anything. Oh my Wala, God. nothing. He didn't own anything except an acoustic guitar and an acoustic piano. So he gave you the spec the following day? Was, a follow, was it yeah, the, the following day? Yeah, the following day he came to the studio. Sabi ko, oh, where's, the, where's the track? Sabi niya, um, we'll do it live. Oh, wow. Basta nirecord niya yung drum machine, drum machine okay, lang. Okay And then <laughs> he overdubbed it live. So ikaw, eh, maganda rhythm niya eh. Yeah. So, Quiet ka lang ng mga time na yun. Parang, okay, sige. Sabi ko, and it was just as fast as kung nagla-line in ka ng mga ano eh. Right. Ng isa-isa. Puro take one? Uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. 30 seconds? Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a 30 second spec. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then what? And I was impressed. Sabi ko, I liked his uh, idea ng arrangement niya. 
So eventually, siya na yung arranger that go to arranger ko. Yes. Yes. Like what we talked about offline, you guys complement each other in terms of creativity. Yeah, and I thought it was very very funny. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this company. Talagang barkada kami. Parang ganito, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kwentuhan. Maghapon kami yes, nagkukwentuhan, tapos yes. pag-uwi ng bahay, tatawagan niya ako, kukwentuhan na, magkukwentuhan na naman namin the whole day that happened. <laughs> In all our opinions of what happened. Ganun. Oh my God. Isipin mo ko kayo dalawa may podcast siguro, no? Want to sawa ang podcast niyo. Wala pang podcast na. I know, di ba? <laughs> Kung meron man, ang dami niyo criticize na siguro. Pakinggan ah, <laughs> natin ang kanta ni Ganto, ni Ganyan. <laughs> Curators Incorporated. <laughs> So, oh, alam yung ano yung what is that TV show before yung they're watching a movie and they're criticizing the the movie the whole time they're making fun of it. Mystery oh, theater, oh, mystery theater. Mystery, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mystery theater. Ano alam mo ang ano kami? Ang naging ganon then after that you kay Drew Drew Carey would yung the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. They would play. Oh, he loved that show. Yeah, they would play stuff and. I could see both of you sana doing that. So anyway, so get naging kayo na nga, but walang, walang PDA and no one knew. Uh, I think Angie knew. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, masyadong Rasul. close. Masyadong close tong dalawang to. <laughs> so yun lang. So, wala, wala Kasi, talaga. I think people in the studio did not expect it because we were really close friends for oh. quite a while. And then, Lagi siyang, for seven months, he kept asking me to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. So I said, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Then he said, every day, it's today, today. No. So I said, me, me, wait, 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 wait. That's it. It's today, today. The engineer, said, no. Wait, wait, wait. The engineer, si Angie. Uh, okay. So he thought, running gag lang namin. Running gag lang namin yung it's today, today. Oh my God. Kailan ba nakita si Angie? I was just with Angie nung October. He was here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, you na. And then, did you start collaborating on songs or never did? No, yeah, we did. Um, uh, I had this song before uh, called Dito Lang. Okay. Dito Lang Ako. So, I started the song at home, but I was kind of stumped on what to do for the refrains. So, I had... Ito na ba yung writer's block na pinag-uusapan natin, di ba? Kind of, pero okay. hindi pa rin naman. Pero um, I sought his opinion about it. Kasi sabi ko, kasi nga arranger ko siya. So sabi ko, uh, I'm kind of stuck on this one. I I don't want to, uh, my I, the, the thing is I don't have an idea. Right. Yeah. I didn't know how to... Um, bring up the song. Kumbaga, ang gan- Pareparel, alam ha? ko, oh, alam ko, it was, um, it was pretty good at the start. Right. Gusto ko yung hook nung kanta, but I didn't know where to go with it. Right. Sabi ko, it needs to fly and I can't make it fly. So I asked him, I played the song to him, sabi niya, like it, I like it. Okay, just, just do this. Ang inhat lang niya, dito lang ako, lamang sa kanya, dito lang ako, angat sa kanya. Sabi ko, that's it? That's all I needed to do. <laughs> I actually know that song. Yung may Randy Santiago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> galing, galing. So I did all the hard work. Alam kong ako hindi singganda di kasing tulad niya kung pumorma di naman ako mayaman simple lang akin. Tapos, hindi ko alam kung saan pupunta sabi niya, dito lang ako. <laughs> of course, I gave him credit. <laughs> That's what we were talking about, yeah. di ba? Yun. 
And speaking of that, so that, yun kayo na doon? Hindi pa. Wow. Hindi pa. Pero, ando na yun, araw-araw na yun. Uh. <laughs> araw-araw na yun. So, ako, I, I just thought kasi, uh, there's another guy in the studio but doing the same thing. Nililigawan ako. Pero I thought they, the two of them had a bet. Sino mauna? Ah. Kaya, sabi ko, no, Not gonna happen with these two. Well, I'm not gonna. But you were not active anymore as Odette Quesada, the singer. No, I was. I was really in the studio doing jingles, and then Siboji was saying, "Why don't you let, let's make an album?" Okay. Ka naman from advertising. Why not produce the album? And then we met this guy, Michael Sellers. Uh, apparently, was uh, some sort of a fan. Uh, of mine, uh-huh. he's he's, uh, he's an American. He worked at the U.S. Embassy, and I met him. He said, uh, "I really like your your album. Reminded me of uh, Carol King, something really? like that. Yeah. And I really like uh, the songs oh, in in your God. in your album." And then when we became friends, sabi niya, sabi ni Bozzi ni Rapita niya, "Do you want a bankroll of this album?" As <laughs> 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 Was, was Lola still around? Pan- yes, yes. Okay. She was. But, see, well, you had Lola and now you have Boji. Um, yeah, my Lola mga... did not like Boji oh, for me. Oh, <laughs> oh my, grandma, my granddaughter's not gonna marry a musician. Oh, nga pala. Okay. Okay, tapos, ano sabi ni Michael Sellers? Yes. Sabi, oh yeah, how much is it gonna cost? Si Boji naman. Oh, just give us this X amount of, <laughs> ganun. And so when when we finished the album, Nilapit namin sa there was a new record company which was BMG and nilapit right. namin sa kanila and Sina they Badi Medina yeah. ka time na to. So I ended up being the first artist of BMG. So this was basically what your second or third or what what This album? my third album. Third album na, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? Was it were you going to stop the advertising because now you have to promote this album again? Yeah, I kind of uh Well, I wasn't doing a lot of uh, uh, the same amount uh, of advertising at the time because I wanted to concentrate na balik na ulit ako sa singing. So is it seasonal for you like like I feel like I'm a songwriter now. Let me wear that songwriter mm-hmm. hat and then mm-hmm. I feel like I want to be in front again. So Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think um when I came back, I'm feeling ko nga eh. Sinasabi ko kay Boji you know, when he was convincing me to come up with uh, the Quesada album. Yung nga yung with Dito Lang. Yeah. Ko, Who's gonna want me? I'm a washed up singer-songwriter. <laughs> really? You said that? <laughs> Ganun ako mag-isip. Sabi niya, how old are you? I'm 24. You're 24 years old. <laughs> mag-25. Sabi ko. You said that? I said that. Sabi ko, I'm a washed up singer-songwriter. Why would anybody want to sign me up? Oh my God, sabi niya, don't you know who you are? Sabi ni Bojia. So si Bojia, taga-push talaga. Oh, taga-push. Yeah. Eh, siya ang biggest uh, cheerleader ko noon. Uh, aside from yeah. my grandmother. Right, right, right. So that came out. And then, when was when was this? When did it come out? Uh, it came out 1990. Okay. So, so I became the first uh, musical label artist yes. of BMG. Tapos, when did you... When did you stop wanting to do this? Because 2000 and dito kanay 2001, mm. you you went to the states na. Yeah. When what happened? Because uh, now you're with Boji. So I worked for another four years. Uh-huh. I did two albums between 1990 and 1993, and then I got married. We got married. So Yeah, parang what? <laughs> She's getting married. <laughs> Tubo ji dasik. Yung sa love gravity, sana daw pupusok. 
Parang, mind Did you have anything to do with Boji's album deal? Um, album deal? Did you broker that album? No, eventually, because we were we were chummy with with BMG. So right. when he when we produced his album, this was not a commissioned work, or he wasn't right. signed up as an artist yet. So nilako namin yung album. Like like the one with the Michael Sellers thing. Yeah, right? pero uh-huh. hindi kami kami nanggumasus nito. Oh. So I I produced it, and he produced uh, he he did all the uh, the music and. Um, wrote most of the songs, but yeah. I co- co-wrote some of the songs in the album. And you got married, and then after that, a year later, you had Darian. Uh, a couple of years later, yeah. 95? 95 Darian. Uh-huh. Got, I got married 93, and then uh, one of my last shows were, was in Europe, and I did a tour. And then after that, I got pregnant and then stayed pretty much in the in, in, outside the lights. You know what's uh, what's admirable about you uh, that I'm observing right now with because of the cuento, your love for your husband. Because instead of competing, it, it's a long interpretation. Mm-hmm. Instead of competing, your admiration toward your your husband. Yeah, I was a big fan of his even before. Because when I heard the demos that he was doing back in 1982, 1983, I think when I met Christine, he said, that's the line of work of Christine. It's too laugh of the songs. He said, I have this friend. He's a songwriter. Pakinggan mo his songs. Niya. I think he's got something interesting. I said, wow, he's really good. I, I heard um, Ale in that. And then this other song. And then I Sige, I'll help, I'll help. I'll da- ilapit ko sa, ilapit ko sa Vicor. Right. Yeah, but sabi nila, yeah, he's been here before, but he wants to sing his song. Sabi ko, so? What's wrong with that? Diba? Hindi nila maiisip how to promote him as a singer daw, ganun. And he wants to produce his songs, ayaw niya paggawa sa iba. Sabi yeah. ko, okay, I s- still don't see any problem with that, but they weren't keen on it. So, you know, so... Eventually, nung we worked a lot together, and I I could see that he's a great producer. So because let's take a chance on your album. So yeah, nag-hati kami sa gastos. We produced his album. Um, di pa kami magasawa but we were dating. Na. Yeah. We were together na. Iba alam mo yon yung yung dating na behind every man's success is a. It's an overbearing wife. <laughs> it's a fantastic woman. It's a fantastic wife. Yun lang, yun lang, yun lang, yun lang pwede ko sabihin. Like sa mga lalaking nagsastart ng karyer nila, pag nagtatanong sila sa akin, sinasabi ko, may girlfriend ka ba o may asawa ka? Mm-hmm. Ano sinasabi ng girlfriend mo o asawa mo sa ginagawa mo? Mm-hmm. Because if it's negative, walang mangyayari sa... No, I think we were both big fans of each other. Ang na-notice ko lang, I became too reliant and too dependent on him after we started working together because he could really read my mind. Uh-huh. Like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I, and then he gets it right away. And then na-spoil ako. Na-spoil. Rightfully so. Yeah. Lang. No, but I, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. stopped writing by myself. Yeah. Lagi kong yeah. dinidelegate. Oy, you know, sabi niya, aren't you ever gonna finish a song by yourself again? <laughs> sabi ko, why mess up a good team? <laughs> exactly, right? Oh my God. So, itong, uh, 
as a songwriter, I'm, I'm going to go back um, to people listening who might say, but you didn't okay, I'm going to ask it. As a songwriter, how do you break into doing commercials? Because early on, you said you wanted to go into advertising, but what? That's really my, when I was in high school, that's my go-to uh, career. Career. Is it galing, no? Cool desma, bucket list, mm-hmm. advertising, bucket list. Mm-hmm. So how did you, how did you penetrate that? Um, they asked, see, Dennis Garcia, God rest his soul. Uh, he, I know recently. He no? asked me, yeah, while well, I was there in oh, January. Yeah. Um, he asked me to sing a Nido commercial. <laughs> sing? Yeah. So that he created. He apparently liked my voice. Uh, I've never met him before. Okay. But he, he, he said, nah, I think this will suit her. This is the song Greatest Love of All. Uh-huh. Whitney Houston had a big hit on this. Why did I think mo? No, but I needed like the uh, bosses mo yes. malumanay yes. for the yes. ad for the ad. So he asked me to sing. And apparently, before me, there were two other versions. Na na, but they were belting. Na, na reject, <laughs> na reject ng client. So sabi niya, but she's gonna be a little more expensive. She's not a jingle, yung regular jingle. Did they tell the singers. the ad agency who this was that it, that it was you? No. Um. He's, he, I think he told them that I'm going to try to get Odette to sing this song. And the reason why Dennis was able to use you as a, for the spec was because you were with Hot Dogs. No, wala pa. Wala pa? Wala pa, wala pa. So, nilapitan ka lang ni Dennis? This was before I got into advertising. Right. He asked me to sing lang. Sabi ko, yeah, I'd like to do that. And how much is it paying? Wow. <laughs> I've oh. never been paid that much oh, okay. in, so, in, in recording. Agad. Okay, okay. In recording. So, it was a 30-minute work. Right, you know? right, right. Sing the song, I believe the children need a commercial. So after that, sabi ko, but I really want to do jingles. Sabi ko kay Dennis, we got to talk. Sabi niya, oh really? Sabi niya, yeah, I think I can, I can do jingles. Sabi niya, okay. And then, sabi ko, you want to manage me oh. in advertising. Sabi niya, I've never managed anyone before, but. Sige. <laughs> okay, so yeah. the competition, then, in other yeah, words. Yeah, and he, yeah. he introduced me to the advertising world. Right. So, mga AA Sachi. Oh, yan. Pinadala niya ng mga flyers. Uh-huh. Na, meron pa nga akong calling card. Eh. Jingles from with the songwriter's loving touch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Talagang galing. Yes, he was a man of words. So, how, the, how does that work? They send you a storyboard or they yeah. send you a, a spell? Well, I mean, how do they... Yeah, they give you a storyboard. Um... That the toughest for me is the 15 seconder. Because you have to do an intro, the middle, and then the end right. of the jingle right. in 15 seconds. But 30 seconds was my. Hello, si JJ did Tropical Hut. Mm. Tropical Hut, diba? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love their burgers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so that, that, that actually took your career into a different trajectory. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed my, my, my time in advertising. While, while ito mga new singers were coming up, yeah. ikaw parang sige, dyan na lang kayo, dito ako. Dito ang pera. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yung ganun. Talagang doon ako nakaipon. Not, okay. not in the, not in the compositions that I was, uh, I mean, they were big hits, but I, my, my royalty checks right, were right. almost nothing. Right. Speaking of that, what what do you so you were you were um prudent enough to actually read before you dove in mm-hmm. on the other hand ako, i just dove in and yeah. then it was too late when i read na oh my god what did i what just what did i do? sign yeah and to think your first album namin had five hits mm. that we don't have 
control Actually, over. Yeah, exactly. What can you advise these people na, na who want to go into songwriting? Let's talk about raw, yeah. let's, let's talk about copyright. You see the poor man's copyright. Um, copywriting is, the, the, I guess, the poor man's version of a copywriting. Uh, instead of going to uh, the National Library, yeah. Um, make a demo of your song. But nowadays, kasi meron ng mga timestamp, timestamp, uh-huh. so it's easier. Before you had to mail it to yourself and never right. open it. And that would be your that would that would be your proof that you you wrote it at this time. Right, right. So I used to do that. Me too. Oh my God! And and you'd advise all these artists to protect their songs also. Um, every songwriter that I came across during my time, I would ask them, "So, do you own the rights to your songs?" I mean, well, they asked me to sign this, and I would read the contracts. I'd be like, "Oh my God!" Tell me what what should what should they run away from? Anong clause sa contract nila? Yung perpetuate. Perpetuity. Perpetuity, yeah. Yeah, I would explain that to... Um, like, uh, they will always be your publisher or they will always be the owner of the song. And then, marami pa ngayon yung mga songwriting competitions nowadays. You don't get to own or get full control of your song 100% after a couple of years. They, wow. They don't allow it. It's perpetuity na nga. <sighs> And I think that's so unfair. Now, with the advent of um, YouTube, you know, self-production, mm-hmm. self-uploading to streaming platforms, mm-hmm. do you think it gives us as songwriters and everybody in our industry as songwriters, singers, leverage over recording companies? Do you see it that way? Yes, uh, for the first time. Um, the performance rights of your songs, all of a sudden, that becomes very, very vital and very important for you to own. Mm-hmm. Because um, all these indie artists, they make their money not from a local record company anymore, right. but from streaming, the platform, yeah. from streaming, directly from the international market. Yes. So YouTube uh, facilitates that by monetizing. If you click the monetizing button, then you are the owner of that song. You just have to prove that you are. Uh-huh. And for some people who upload uh, my songs... <laughs> Um, their versions of my songs, um, I can I, I can actually take that down. But what do you do? Do you take it down or do you take a percentage of... Um... Um, well, my licensing manager, Christine uh, Bendebel uh, of House of Tunes, will uh, try to contact whoever it was that uh, uploaded it. Uh-huh. Or covered, right? Or, yeah. Well, they covered and then they uploaded it. Right, okay. So whoever uploaded it and then either... Uh, they cease and desist or they have to share the royalties right. because um, you can't be monetizing and earning from somebody else's work. Yes. And this belongs to this artist, this songwriter, and you're earning from it as a singer because you decided to make a version of your song, of that song. So, hindi naman tama na ikaw lang ako mikita. But are you very, st- is, is Christine very strict? Yes, she is. And that's what you appreciate. Ako naman, I don't really mind if you upload uh, a song of mine, but do not monetize. Then yeah. Ako yeah. Naman, I'm not that strict. Right. Yeah. Pero once you click the monetizing button, you got to share the like wealth. Itong, like itong performance, because you did a performance here at Paco's Place. Mm-hmm. This is non-monetized uh, performance. When I say non, like this, this podcast, yes, why not? But uh, never mm-hmm. the songs. Because that's how I feel also about it. Why, why are you going to milk someone else's cow? 
parang mali yata yung sinabi ko. Pero tama yung sinabi ko. Yeah, yeah, tama. Diba? Okay, so there's that. Another thing, why are the young ones still excited to be signed by a label? Ano ang nagagawa ng label na hindi natin nagagawa on our own? Um, I guess, uh, kasi a, a lot of these artists that are YouTube artists, they're not mainstream. But they do have a lot of fans. Uh, yeah. Millions of fans. Yes. But they they are... I don't know how it works now in the Philippines. I'm so out of touch. But pagka silang nag-upload, silang nag-handle, uh, actually, okay na rin eh. Diba? So I don't really get why they need to be signed up by a record company. Validation maybe? Probably. Or kasi mas malawak ang network din ng, ng record company. Mas malawak kesa sa YouTube. Diba? Parang Hindi rin, pero you, sa... you get on TV for yeah, the okay. national audience. Yeah, well, you, you know what's what's come back is the singles. Remember, uh, in the 50s and the 60s, you can actually go on a on a road tour with, with, a, with a hit song, yeah. with a single. Now, you you make it into a big hit all over the U.S. before. Yes. Um, they would tour with one with one song and then they're like a group of artists. Yeah. Diba? Road show. Road show. Yes. And then uh, people would come and then it becomes a hit in that area and then right. you move on to the next one, you move on to the next one. Um, that that was the single. Before you could make an album, you have a single. Yes. Diba? Ako, friend of mine only. And then uh, six months later, May kasunod na. Oh, took six months bago, <laughs> bago natapos yung album ko. So, uh, yeah. But your relevance ng, ng, uh, ng record label, you think, is it going to stay? Is it, is it because, like what, like what we talked about kanina, is it because of the validation that, that that's is that the reason why the artist wants to be there or um because a record label can bring you to the like asap shows you know, oh, know and that um, could that could um, ignite your online presence yes Taman, of course oh, oh. because uh, you're whoever you mga yeah mainstream kabigla oh, oh. i mean you could be an indie hit and now all of a sudden with a record label you're a mainstream so again it, it's playing with perception pa rin pala mm-hmm, talaga mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i don't know for how long I think eventually we will all be engulfed by uh, streaming. Streaming. Mm-hmm. Are you for it? I, yeah. I think so. Took me a while to get the the idea wrapped uh, around my head, but uh, yes. So, you have more control as a song. If you own your publishing. Yes. But if yes. you don't, then sayang. So ang tanong ko ngayon, now that you have all of this and now that you've wrapped your head around it, What's holding Odette Quesada from being Odette Quesada again? What do you mean by that? Kasi, like to come up with my own again? Yes. Um, about five years ago, I came up with uh, my album. Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's an album of the demos I've been doing at home. Right. And I called it Imperfect. At the same time, it's kind of spelled I am perfect, uh-huh, but it's uh-huh. imperfect. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because they are just demos. Yes. And uh, I did that for uh, my 50th uh birthday uh when i turned 50 uh my friends asked me you know it's a new decade you should do something that scares you i said nothing scares me more than being back on stage oh then you God. should do that <laughs> so i'm, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna i went back on stage you know again i'm a by the way guys um i'm a fan of odette quesada so i'm a fan 
Now I'm gonna go back. In, I've been jumping because I want to have a conversation with you the way I'm not would, normal people are in front people. of mic- microphone and a exactly. camera. <laughs> so Nothing I'm gonna more th- normal than that. I, exactly right. <laughs> so I'm gonna thread. So you and Boji, I'm gonna go back to that because mm. that love story is a song in and of itself. Because I guess so. Yeah. And Boji is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. The people who don't know Boji passed away. Mm-hmm. And almost eight years. Almost eight yeah. years. And your son, Darian, is 25, turning 25 as of this recording. Just turned 25. Just turned 25. Mm-hmm. And then, when you were 18, a song called Broken In Two came out. Breaking In Two. Breaking In Two mm-hmm. came out. Lola's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Is mom still with us? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mom's still with us. Is she with you? Uh, she, my, my parents live in Arizona. My parents, my, not, my not stepdad. Okay, not too, not too far, right? Yeah. But you're there again where now you're on, uh, you're on a, technically a kind of solo journey. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my son is with his girlfriend. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any solo than that. What do you miss? Uh conversation because uh, Boji and I always uh, uh, always uh, talked um, uh, ever since uh, we could never seem to run out of things to talk about so we talked about everything under the sun we'd be going on um, on a five hour six hour uh, road trip and we don't even turn the radio on sometimes we just talk 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 Married couple talking, huh? Not even, eh. Barkada talk. Yeah, but... Misan nga, usapang lasing. Exactly. Pero ang sinasabi ko, like, married people don't talk, eh. Di ba? Alam mo yung term na, mag-asawa na kayo, nag-uusap pa kayo. Me and my wife, we also, similar, we talk. So again, going back to that introvert, the definition of being an introvert, eh, no? Yeah. Like, akala na tahimik, hindi totoo yun. We're both introverts, actually, but between the two of us, I think more him. Ako shy. Siya talagang introvert. So why, why did, um, when, when, when Boji left, when Boji passed away, how long, or maybe I, the question is, have you, have you moved on or picked up the pieces? Uh, or will you ever? I don't really know because I still feel very much married. I don't know how that is. It, Some, it, yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know why because he, it seems like he's always with me. And kahit tayo ngayon, when we talk about Boji, like it's yeah, present, Yeah, I know. He's, he's been such a presence in my life na, first of all, he was my friend. Well, he was my working partner, friend, songwriting partner, uh, the father of my kid. Talagang, <laughs> uh, more than anything else, I, I, I miss him for the conversations. Yeah. If I can, if I had a line to heaven, I swear, <laughs> I will call him. Every, every de- big decision make, uh, making I need to do, I, I wish I could, you know, I, I ask his opinion. Everything that's happening in my life right now, like all the good reviews I've gotten for yeah, the show, yeah. all the feedback that I've gotten, um, I wish, I know he, I mean, if, if we believe in the afterlife. Yes, he's watching I over know you. he's watching over me. But um, I really wish I could. He, he could be tangible, you know. Yeah. I could. I could talk to him, hug him, touch him, you know. 
He's such a presence in my life. I don't know. I don't know if I can ever move on. No <laughs> problem. Maybe you don't have to, eh, diba? Yun nga, yun nga iniisip ng ibang tao. Maybe. Yeah, but I want to grow old with somebody too. Okay. But, you know. Uh, That'll be hard. It, yes. I, I'm not saying he's, ano, he's uh, tough to beat. Uh-huh. But he is tough to beat. <laughs> ano yung movie? Hindi ghost, eh. Isa pa. Uh, yung chances are. Chances are. Is that what you're thinking? The Robert Downey? The Robert Downey. I don't know yeah. why you thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Chances are. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God, Odette. So, okay. The, is it fair to say that work, speaking of work, you said you have a day job. You have a day job. I huh? do have a day job. How does, how does that work? How do you travel and do, what, do you mind telling us what your day job is? I, I work in an office for a home health company. Okay. As what? Like a case manager. That's a tough job. It is. So, aside from being... <clears throat> and I st- wow. I'm also a staffing coordinator. So. Oh my God. Like staffing nurses? So, pag nag-call in a physical therapist at saka ang nurse. Scramble to death. <laughs> so, how do you do this when you're in the Philippines? Uh, well, I'm not the only one there. Okay, okay, uh, okay. But uh, I, I'm, I'm so blessed that my, my bosses are really, really uh, supportive of my career and... They know that I'm the sole breadwinner of the family. Right. And although my kid is 25 and he's also working now, uh, he's not really full-time because what he really wants to become is a writer. Mm. And writer for... So I'm still um, funding a starving artist. Oh, <laughs> you want, wait, a writer, not a songwriter. No, no not a songwriter. No, um, Film? Uh, yeah. Uh, screenwriter? Screenwriter. Wow. Why did you move to the States? You have to ask Boji that. <laughs> You just followed. I just followed. I just okay. Let's give it a shot. Okay, so how was that conversation uh, we, like? We were we were also spending a lot of money coming back and forth. Right. Is Bodji's there? Is the rest of his family in the states? See, um, half of them were half. Okay. Yeah, and half were in the Philippines. So sabi niya. But uh, I think three of his siblings plus him, so four sila nandito before. So he said. So Darian was born. Darian was born, and he was always having bronchitis. Okay. Or close to having bronchitis because of uh, the pollution. In the Philippines. So, so nakakaawa always uh, coughing and. Sabi niya, na tayo sa America. Sabi niya, let's let's and every time we would vacation here, tumitigil, nawawala yung ubo. Okay. Nanapansin namin, I think he's thriving here better. So sabi ni Bodge, um, my sister offered me a job. Why don't we try it out? I go okay. Oh God. <laughs> you know me I never wanted to live here because I've had every opportunity and every time I would go back you found a, you found a reason to to leave the states diba right? always, uh-huh. always I was always my mother was saying parang you never wanted to live in the states I was going no exactly <laughs> I liked it there back home so when you, when you came here you had to domesticate yourself oh yeah um, yeah I had to do everything because I'm not doing bathrooms that's for sure so from the get go, si Boji ang tagalinis ng banyo, hindi ako. <laughs> how, was the, how was the adjustment like? Because at you left at 16, and then after 16, visitor ka na lang pag dumarating ka sa States. Mm-hmm. And then finally, how old were you? Like in your 30s when you came here? Um, yeah, I think I was, I just, I, I had my 36th birthday. In the okay. Ooh, wow, no? Mm-hmm. That was a total adjustment na talaga, no? Um, yeah. Um, sanay naman ako eh. Sanay naman. And Boji lived here before. Uh, so sabi ko, uh, let's give it a shot. Ang, ang hindi nakakasanay yung, yung nga, you gotta do everything yeah. yourself. So, 
Um, although I've been pretty independent with those things because um, I lived in the States before and I had to do my own laundry and it's mm. not really as hard naman because it's a washing machine <laughs> and, and a dryer. You right. Know. So finally you're here. Did so you just, start working right away or did you know that, oh my God, I'm going to get a day job or did you say I'm no, going to write songs? No, I told him I'm not going to work there. I don't know any, I'm not built for anything else but songwriting. Songwriting. And, and what did he say? Sabi niya, I'll take care of everything. Okay. And then he was working for his sister. He had uh, his sister had a graphics company, and uh, he was working there. And then I would help out. Uh, I worked there a few hours a day, uh, doing graphic design, or in this case, uh, just putting stuff together. Di pa ako graphics So it was like a. Kumbaga, tuturo mo lang na bakit ito dito. Oh, yung ganon lang Concept. So. And then they they dis- they started this uh, Filipino newspaper called Pinoy News, I think was the name of it. Okay. But, you know, and Bodji was the editor. And, and then there was a falling out between brother and sister, so we were left on our own. Because I would rather just n- not, you know, rely on other people. Right. I've never been that way. I mean, I became reliant on Bodji, but, but, you were but a we were a couple, oh, yeah. you know. That's not other people. Yeah. So, Sabika, we're on our own. Okay. So, you better find a day job. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Isang maraming adjust. So, ito na, yung, ito na yung stress. I was, of... I was taking care of my kid, right. bringing him to school, picking him up. Right. So, that was my role. And doing the dishes, uh, doing... Uh, housewife. I was a housewife, yeah. So, okay. Wow. Oh, my and God. And then we would take on projects... Um, Right. Writing albums for yung mga may disposable income na mga parents na yeah. wanted their uh, yes. their Parang ginagawa ni Jimmy Borja. Yeah, their daughters yeah. or sons to have a career in the Philippines. You know? Uh-huh. So there's that. And then so you started working now when Boji left. When he died? When yeah. He died. Uh, about six months after he died um, my job landed on my lap. And wow. So I took it. It's a good way to also first, be distracted. So this was your first job. First nine to five. Yeah. More like an eight to six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ongoing almost eight years there. Wow. That's a lot of adjustment. Yeah. Of course. Because I'm, I'm, I think I'm more, uh, I'm hard on myself. So I put too much stress on myself. Why did you go back to the Philippines after the passing my, of Boji? Because my, my kid was... Uh, in his uh, teenage senior, senior Teen. year, going going to senior year of high school. So teenager. Oh, and I didn't want to uproot him again. You know what? You know, you know, maganda, you know? Like, I think um, I hope I hope parents are listening, no? Because you sacrificed a lot, talaga. Because other parents, wala sila pagkalam sa mga anak nila. They'll they'll move at you know at their own convenience without no. thinking na. You're building your kid's character. So here's here's uh, the thing that made me stop doing that. Um, when my son was in preschool in the Philippines under uh, Mrs. Arambola's school, CTEC, in oh, Green Hills, okay. uh, he was there. Uh, that's when we decided to move here. So when he, we we got here, uh, we entered him in a, an ob, uh, like an Obi Montessori here, right. in a Montessori school here that was. Um, I think 
uh, my my sister in law had something to do with. Don't know if he, she was an investor there or what. But anyway, uh, we put my son there middle of January. <laughs> so talagang ano? Adjust. And then and then, um, but he was already reading. So the okay. other classmates still couldn't read because he was like yeah. he just turned five, but he's a fast reader. Wait, Mrs. Arambulo of Greenhills Music Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. There was a CTEC uh, yeah. uh, school there for preschool, and uh, they incorporated Suzuki method of yes and and regular preschool subjects anyway so he was pretty advanced for the class so he would only go there like twice a week salim pusa lang anako kasi marunong na siya magbasa we just needed to have him in school yes part for the interaction the social part so when it. he graduated from there he can go to uh, first uh, i mean first grade okay hindi na siya dadaan ng kinder right. so this is like a kindergarten school um When he graduated from kindergarten, and then he was waving goodbye to the the two buddies that he made, Sabinya, and I and I heard this and it was it stays clear in my head. I'm never gonna see them again. Wow. So I go, why do you say that? Well, they're not going to the school I'm going, so yeah. I'm never gonna see them again. And true enough. Yeah. Of course, now he doesn't care who they are, but at that time, it broke my heart. Like, oh, yeah. what did I do? I uprooted my kid in the middle of um, uh, his preschool in the Philippines, and now he's, you know, he's here, and then I'm going to move. So I'm never going to move him again. <laughs> so because of Kaiboji, we're not, we're going to stick it out here. Right. We're not going to uproot Darian until he's ready to get uprooted. Or uproots himself. So... If Darian decides to settle here, would that be your go-ahead to go back home? Um, I'm working on my retirement here. There you go. So that's, again, pragmatic. Yes. As much as I do have a lot of um, offers for uh -huh. gigs, I have to just weed out the ones that are not as important. And, just, and then, of course, I have to always ask my bosses if I could take the time off to do <laughs> Are they are they very you know, they're very they're very accommodating and very supportive. I'm, I'm so lucky. If you were to live your life again, would you do it the same way? Uh, that's a good question, and I think I've um, thought about this a lot before. And I don't know if I want to change anything, but at the same time, I do wish I. I, to have made a different kind of decision at the time, but who knows? So right now, uh, this is where I'm at, and I landed on my feet, uh, considering all the trauma I've had. Know, right? Yeah. So financial um, trauma, the loss of a husband. Yeah. yeah, because after that, it was just like nothing for me. So it was very, very dark. Right after Boji died, and. Um, not gonna say I'm suicidal. I was never suicidal, but I just wanted the the earth to open up and swallow me whole. Of course. <laughs> and every time I would wake up in the morning, why the hell am I still alive? <laughs> why didn't I die in my sleep? <laughs> that's how I. That's how I felt. Yeah. Kobe Bryant's death. How did I mean? Was it relatable to you? Uh, like relatable <laughs> in the way that it was shocking, and you know, like Vanessa losing. Yeah, I I can. 
sorry to say for all the Kobe fans, but I, I, it broke my heart that the kid died. Yeah. More than anything else, because she was just starting in her life. Although Kobe is still young. Right. Pero, siempre, you know, as a parent, diba? Yeah. Where, they, they're they're diba? supposed to yeah. outlive us. Yes. And, yes. And for the wife, then siempre, losing your husband. Uh, eventually, it, it happens. You lose a spouse, but your well, child, tayo, your child tayo, is supposed pero to. Pero sa tasa but but husband, <laughs> husband ako eh. Di ba usually naman mas maigsi ang buhay <laughs> ng lalaki? Di ba? Parang parang ako nga sinasabi ko sa asawa ko. Oh my God! And my wife is 16 years younger than me, di ba? So sabi ko. Hindi ka pwedeng mauna kesa sa akin. Pero pagdasal mo naman wag muna akong... I used to say that to Boji. Sabi ko hindi hindi ka pwedeng mauna sa akin kasi ako I don't know how to land on my feet. Sabi niya you are stronger than you think. Grabe no. Sabi ko no I'm not. <laughs> but look at you. I mean I'm not saying it's not painful, but look at you. You know? I mean of course of course I know I know that look <laughs> nah, yeah, but it could have been better if, right? Yeah, no, because I was telling him, um, <clears throat> I know you are. Um, I I know if if anything happens to me, you can, you know, you're yeah. able to sustain so, yeah. uh, whatever your son got used to. Oh, I have no idea how to do it. So how would you? Itatay in ko na to because I'm going to have a single mom episode, mm. but. How? What would you advise to single moms out there who are and who are raising kids? And 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 Darian was a teenager. Nung he was. He just turned seventeen. So March one, she like seventeen. March twelve, he passed away. So what would you advise single moms who are trying to raise a family? Well, I. <laughs> it it it's a case to case basis. In in my case, I. Again, like I, I said, if Boji was the sole earner. I was I was earning from my songs, right? So that was my participation in the family income. Right. Um, some some years are good, better than others. Right. But you know there are lean months to and lean so years. So consistency is an issue. Yeah. Dito, oh, oh. No? so yeah. in America you need to be uh, a monthly pay or at least uh, a bi-monthly paycheck yep. earner to, to sustain your, life yes. here. You know. To have a decent life uh, above uh, poverty life, uh-huh. <laughs> so you need that. So I don't know how we survive in the Philippines fully right, just diba? becoming ano, no? uh, artist. Yun na nga eh. Ang nagtataka rin ako eh. Because Pero of, dito you really need uh, a day job. Because I'm sure you have a day job. I have a day job. Yeah. Um, I do marketing for for an ambulance um, mm-hmm. company. Shout out American Professional Ambulance. Love. They my have boss. a lot of pens. I, yes, yes, yes. I do. <laughs> Shout out and, and also to my boss because he allows me to go home to the Philippines. Yeah. Like there was this one time he called me and asked me, where are you? Dial Christmas party, delayed Christmas party namin sa, sa Cafe Sierra. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place at the Universal Studios. Ako lang ang wala. So I FaceTimed him. Sabi ko, I told you I will be in Cebu for the Sinulog Festival. Mm-hmm. So, so where are you? In Sinulog Festival. Sinulog Festival, but I'm already on the plane headed to LA. Mm. So I left on a Thursday and I came back on a on a Sunday. Yeah, I've done those trips. <laughs> Just are you, going, are you going to work tomorrow? Boss, I'll be at work tomorrow. Yeah, I've done those trips like... Um, for the wish, F, uh, wish, uh, wish oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Can you tell us about that? And Aaron was was saying, 
Five days lang. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, but I need to be back at work. Because you're spring forward, right? Mm. You leave on a Wednesday, you get there on a Friday. Yeah. Well, in this case, um, the competition was uh, on a Tuesday. Okay. So I don't you know how they a... are able to do that, but they filled up uh, Araneta Coliseum to the brim. Wow. 15,000 so you... 15, people on wow. a Tuesday. Can you imagine that? I don't wow. Know. Very powerful on Wish. <laughs> how, so you did something for Wish, by the way. You spearheaded one of their events. Um, Singer songwriter. No, they. No, I. I gave um, the prime. You primed it. Yes, I said, the why idea, not? Yeah. Why not? For your next <clears throat> competition, instead of having wish covery songwriters write the songs, right? Um, if you really want the exclusive of those songs, make it into a singer songwriter okay, okay. competition. Because we say the exclusive of those songs, the perpetuity of those songs. Well, you know, sinasabi ko lang na don't make it perpetuity. Yeah, contract. Who are who are your favorite Pinoy songwriters? Because there's Ryan Kebyab. What do you like about Ryan? Um, this song, uh, kahit na panaginip lang, kahit na di na gumising pa. Uh, when I was a kid, um, the song spoke to me. Parang, oh, unrequited love. Uy. Diba? <laughs> so, so, yeah, that that particular song because of that and then I learned he was the songwriter and then he wrote this song and he wrote that song and on. Who else? And then Ray Valera. What do you like about Ray Valera? Uh, his lyric writing. Very, un- madali digest, no? Hindi lang yun eh. Actually, brilliant yung ako, ako si Superman pagkasama kita, the analogy of it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Who else? Uh, Boji. Yes. I'm a really big fan of Boji. What do you like about Boji? Like, can we talk about Sana Dalawa Puso ko? Okay. <laughs> because, alam ko, that's the elephant in the room. Tatanin, but di mo tinanong yung, okay, so let's ask that. Mm. What was that song all about? Uh, is who? he like you? Mm. Katang isip or is he testimonial? Is both. He, he was okay. both. He's a very technical writer, but of course there's an inspiration behind it. Like, for Sana Dalawa Puso ko, <laughs> believe it or not, it's about two cars. <laughs> It is about two cars. Uh, he had a budget to buy a car. He wanted to buy a new car. Okay. And so we went back and forth to is it going to be a Toyota or Mitsubishi? Di ba sa Philippines yeah, si Kato, Toyota, yeah. Mitsubishi or Sentra? Sentra, Nissan yeah. Or Nissan. Yun lang ang choices mo nun. Wala mo masyadong kotse sa Pilipinas. This was after they banned all the yes, American cars, yes, di ba? Yes. So you had all these Japanese cars to choose from, and he kind of liked the way the new Lancer was, or or the Galant. And then he went to Toyota and he kind of liked the Corolla. Sabi niya, sana dalawa budget ko. Sabi ko, parang kanta yan. <laughs> and then he ended up writing the song. Wow. Equating it into a love story. Like uh, torn between two loves. Yes, yeah. yes. You had nothing to do with the song? No, I just uh, ended up uh, producing it. Okay. Galing, that was a nice song eh. And that was a big hit also, huh? Oh, that was Record of the Year. That was 1993, a big, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I think Record of the Year, um, a, a band or group. New know, artist? No, not new artist. Um, yung parang best ballad ata. Yeah. And then... Are we talking about Awit? Awit was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the 
Filipinos Grammys. Yes, yes, yes. Galing, no? Okay, yung pala story na sana dalawa. Ngayon, alam nyo na, guys, ha? <laughs> It's not about another woman. <laughs> Or so he says. <laughs> no, but I was there. Sabi ko, I was the one who said, sounds like a song. I think there's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> As a joke. Kayo, uh, and this this song that we um that you produced, he wrote, you produced, and I played drums on, yung nasa yun, that was... Actually, sa, uh, performed by Day Rose. Yeah. Um, we co-wrote that song. Co-wrote. Okay, so Nasa both you. both of you on. That was never released. No. Uh, he he made a Zero Gravity album, meaning wala na siya sa gravity. Yes. But uh, never got to release it. So okay. Because sayang yung song. And then when Wish, kasi naman ang Wish, when they came to me, it was like already January and the competition is February. In in the Philippines, they started October. Oh. So I was kind of like last minute yung entry ng, ng North America. You know what, for that song, uh, maybe you guys should listen again. So on my part, people were asking, why did I play the drums the way I played the drums? Mm-hmm. And I remember asking you who played the drums on the song. Mm-hmm. And you said, Boji programmed, programmed uh-huh. the drums. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling they were programmed. I did not know who programmed them. Mm-hmm. But the days before the actual recording, I was telling my wife, Janelle, mm-hmm. I am going to play the song 90% the way I hear it on the demo. Mm-hmm. Only because I think Boji Would have wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. Would have wanted it that way. If he was the one who programmed it. That's why I ask you, If you said, if you said it wasn't Boji, I would have probably changed it up a bit. Yeah, so you lang. I just want so pagpainggan yun yung song niya. It's on a, it's on YouTube. I'll post a link in the description mm-hmm. para makita niya. And it's a nice song. Si Perf de Castro actually wore a NASA, NASA shirt. A NASA shirt. <laughs> a NASA yun. And I wish he told me because I also have a NASA shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a nice song. I know. What was that all about? That song NASA yun. It's a, an inspirational song. Starting it's, over. Uh, or or to lift you up and no, it's it's like a well, we wanted a rara song. Yeah. In whatever your failures are or successes are, it's really up to you. Right. It's how you look at life. It's how you uh, envision yourself uh, doing things, uh, setting a goal for yourself. It's all about. It's all on you. It's all on you. Um, your failures and successes will be all on you. Don't you find it, don't you find it um, eerily coincidental or maybe not that the songs that you've written nakatang isip, I'll use that word, ah, kasi mm-hmm. puro situational when you were writing them are all coming back to you. I know, they're haunting me. <laughs> like To Love Again, it was for a movie of Sharon right? Conetta, so had nothing to do with me personally. I was reading the script or the synopsis of the script that they sent me. And in that particular synopsis, Miguel Rodriguez was supposed to die. <laughs> But he didn't die because yes. he didn't test it well, yes. him dying. And, or they changed it in the middle of production. So I don't know why they still used to love again. But kaya yung to love again, it's about getting over someone. Right. You know, trying to move on. But couldn't so and then I know no pun intended nasa yo 
biglang naging ano ko, naging team song ko. <laughs> so if you were going to go back, we're gonna land this now. If you were going to go back to Odette at 16, <laughs> or maybe, no, 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 I'll let you choose the age. If you can go back, what would you tell Odette at what age? I mean, what message would you, what, what warning or inspiration or message would you tell her? I would have told uh, my my younger self to study harder uh, with the piano and um, to actually learn how to read notes. Really? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't tell her about, don't hang out with that guy, you're going to... No, no. I think everybody I've met in my life were essential to me. So every, whether whether they did me wrong or or did me right, you know, James Taylor song, <laughs> "Do Me Wrong." So yeah, I, I, I wish I never met them. Sure, but you know the experience is part of uh, who you are now. Eh? Who I am. Yeah. yeah. And what will you change now? Nothing. Oh, we oh. don't. You, your show is not long enough <laughs> for all the, my laundry list of oh, things yeah. I want to change in my life. Marami pa tayo ano? Marami pa tayo. Marami tayo. Marami pang bala. No, okay. So, ipa-part two na lang natin yung, 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 ano na yun, yung, tanong, yung sagot sa tanong na yun. Ano na lang, Odette, ang ma-advise mo sa aming mga songwriters who are still writing and writing and writing? Naman, ako mag-a-advise sa'yo. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. You have every right to. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Hindi naman ako kasi, I'm not really somebody who will... Um, try to change you as a songwriter or um, as as a producer when i'm listening to other people's songs and you know they're auditioning it for an artist that i'm producing it just has to make sense to me um it, it has to have a hook because we all want to sing along with the song mm-hmm. um it's beginning to sound like that's not the case anymore with with the new new crop of songs parang it's all production but um when stripped down, is that song going to be able to fly by itself? Or uh, can anybody just remember it after isang pasada, so to speak, diba? diba? Ako ang songs ko kasi are so simple that once you hear it, you can sing along with it. Right. Eh? And if you want to write a hit song, I think uh, the rule is still the same. I grew up on, ang, ang school ko for songwriting is the Beatles. And Barry Manilow, Kenny Loggins, uh, Paul Simon, um, all the James Taylor, uh-huh. all the seventies artists. That because I was a kid in the seventies, right. and those are the songs. Uh, Paul McCartney was actually a hero, even before I got to know the Beatles. the The song that stopped me dead on my tracks as a child was, "Maybe I'm Amazed." Oh, ganda, kasi, no? Yung live version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yun, talaga, after I heard that, sabi ko, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to be a songwriter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so... So just find the hook. Find the hook, yeah. Would you write on good days and bad days or would you... I mean, does, does your mood change the commitment to, to writing a song? Um, it didn't used to matter uh, before, but... One time I was coming home from a, my dentist appointment and my dentist is like an hour away. But I like my dentist, so I kept her. 
So on my way back, and actually while I was having my teeth cleaned, um, Sabiko, there's a melody that's ringing around my head. So on the way home, I got a call from my friend. She was saying, uh, mundane things. And Sabiko, you know what? I, I got to put you on hold. I think I have a song in me that needs to, to, to come out. Sabiko, wow, that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> Sabiko, I know, it has to come out. Turned out to be... Um, Boji's death anniversary that day. Wow. And I knew it was, but I wasn't thinking even... Of writing uh, a song. Of writing a song, no. But in my head, on my way home, that melody kept persisting. So I, I got my guitar and started to uh, play the song in my head and then writing the lyrics. And then... Complete song, huh? Complete song. Uh, wow. I finished it. And I... I I couldn't find a, of course, well, I'm among a tape recorder, so I used my laptop, right. and my laptop's uh, Mike. camera, camera. Oh. Oh, <laughs> to record webcam. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in webcam, and then I sent it to my friends, I like it, <laughs> and I, that's called I Miss You So, Miss You So. Wow. So that that was, oh, I want to record that. I really want to record that one of these days. One of these days. I mean, if you need if you need friends to record it with, let us know. <laughs> we'd we'd be more than happy to help you out. Wow. Yeah. Sure. But more than happy to. It would be an honor to help you out. <laughs> no charge. We should we should tour. <laughs> we should. Yes. We should. We should. We should. So we'll end it here, huh? We'll we'll land the conversation here now. Sure. And uh, <clears throat> we just want you guys to follow Odette. On social media, I'll put the links in the description below. Support the songs, support OPM. And, um, sasabihin ko, ilan likes? Siguro, 100 likes. <laughs> we'll have her back. Baba naman, 100 likes. Hindi, because we want to have you back. Oh, oh, yeah. Ako nga, one like lang. Di ba, ginawa ako na 100 likes eh. Para ano. Ladies and gentlemen, Odette Quesada. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kaya kami nag-high five dial coronavirus season. Dapat pala. Dapat fist bump. Oh. Ganon. Bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy extra music. Pero papalitan ko naman sa post. Thank you. Wow. You know what? Ako yung nagiging emotional eh. Because your story is both inspiring and sad. No, sad and inspiring. Okay, sad. <laughs>